please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it, use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Indeed, yes, welcome to the program. Never Not Funny is the name of the program. Episode 2712 is the episode number of the program. And we welcome you in on a sunny, sunny, happy California, Los Angeles morning. Uh, uh, Good news over the weekend. We'll talk about it. Uh, Bad news over the weekend. We'll talk about it. Some news that doesn't matter in anybody's life happened over the weekend. We'll talk about it. That's what we do on the program, guys. We talk about what's happening in the world and our lives and what goes on around it. Now, listen, we're all here, Matt, Elliot, Garen, everybody's involved. Uh, we welcome you in. And, of course, uh, uh, without burying the lead, everybody, everybody has the, the the Internet. They all know what happened. They all know that I'm drinking a Coke Zero with the name Brian on it with a Y. <laughs> and I prefer Brian with a Y because Brian with an I looks like brain, and that confuses me. So there we go. We've talked about the good news that's happened over the weekend. I got the Woo! right Brian bottle. That's for Cranston, right? You got that right it's, from Cranston. You're goddamn right it is. Hang on a so. Uh, hang on. I'm getting what I can only assume. Uh, uh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, I apologize for being distracted. I have not been wearing my watch uh, lately, but I have my watch on today because I'm expecting a text. And um, what so a weird sentence that is. <laughs> What's that? That's a, just a weird sentence that we now have. You know what's an even weirder sentence? Me talking when you were in the middle of something. <laughs> yes, that would be it. That would be it. Let's let, let you know what we got a new fucking morning here today. This is a new day. This is the Joe Biden era, and so this is the we're malarkey in a place. We're in a good spot. This is, let's remember the hierarchy. Me, big fucking drop. Matt, bigger fucking drop. Elliot, and then maybe if there's time, Garrett. That's how the fucking. That's how it works here. Yes, sir. that's how it works. Let's remember this now. We're a new era. This isn't the Trump era anymore. This isn't you fucking running rogue. You understand? This isn't you with your flags on your car and your Trump banner in your I, fucking window. I don't know. I've got some attorneys who they're they're busy doing things that would take issue with your, your statement there. They're, Let me say this about you, by the way, uh, Elliot. <laughs> yeah. my, my friends here Saturday morning, my friend Matt mm. uh, texts excitedly about the Biden news. My friend Garen gets on board. For once, he's not doom texting us. There's something positive that Garen could text about as opposed to, there's a flood in the Mississippi. Do you think it'll reach us? No, Garen, we're going to be fine. Don't, you don't have to put your galoshes on. We're going to be all set. Uh, did you guys, did your lights flicker as well? You think this is the fucking end of the world? No, it's probably just the wind, Garen. We're all going to be okay. So Saturday morning, Two positive texts come through. We're all happy. Everybody's happy, right? We're dancing on top of buildings in New Jersey the way we're supposed to after 9-11. We're doing everything that needs to be done. Sure. But where's where's Elliot and all that? Suspiciously quiet, which could only lead. And Matt and I, we've not talked about this, but I know privately they think it. You have to support Trump. That's the only explanation as to why you're suspiciously quiet with all this positive energy and news going on. 
that that is certainly a one logical conclusion that you could come to. I can't. Well, argue based with that. again, based on the insubordination I'm seeing here this morning, it's the only conclusion I can draw. I'm just I'm just saying fake news, man. Were you asleep? I guess that's the main. The well, main that, question. that's part of it. And my new my my new phone, my old phone. Uh, ba- like every email comes through. Like every email has a new notification. I haven't. I'm optimistic that I will be able to repair the BlackBerry, and so I have not gone through to set the settings on on the, my temporary phone here. Uh, so I've got things shut off in ways that you know you don't want to know about. But um, in all honesty, my my reactions, <laughs> my reaction to what is going on this weekend. So. Jimmy, you have said that you're optimistically cautious. Yes, sir. I am just cautious. I, I January twentieth comes around, and then then maybe I'll have a party. I hear what you're saying. I get it. I I, I get it. I think that uh, I will say that I have uh, slept better these last two nights than I have in four years. Sure. Uh, it's nice to not wake up to dread, <laughs> uh, even though there's going to be dread. This guy's doing basically, you know, cult type rallies in the next few weeks to convince people that he was wronged. Uh, great clip going around this morning, by the way, from Hillary Clinton at the uh, one of the debates saying, you know, listing all the things that he claims are rigged when they don't go his way, including the Emmys. The Emmys are rigged against yeah. him, fellas. <laughs> and so when you when you even go back, and, and I know that clip's been going around for years, but it was just a nice refresher of this is his go-to. His go-to is I didn't win. It can't be something I've done. It's rigged against me. And so... Right. It's, I think everybody's just moving on, business as usual, you know, uh, meaning this guy's fucking done. We, we now move on with our lives. Uh, sadly, he does have some sycophantic weirdos around him that are uh, not doing it. And by the way, the conflicting reports coming out about Jared Kushner about, uh, you know, the other day they said he's telling Trump to concede. Then yesterday it was like he's telling him how to fight it in court. And then today it came out again that Melania and Jared are the two saying, you got to concede, dude. Ivanka. So. And that the uh, what's that? Well, no, Melania was oh, no, it was Melania. Oh, I thought it was Ivanka and Jared were the only ones. Uh, no, Iv- Ivanka and the boys apparently are two that are saying you got to fight it because they know they're going to fucking jail. Mm-hmm. Well, but Jared's sycophantic, going to jail too, right? Yeah. He's what? <laughs> he's sycophantic. So he whatever Trump's in the middle of talking about, he's going to probably go yeah. along with. Yeah. So I, I have no trouble believing that one minute he's saying you got to concede and the next minute he's saying, well, sir, this is how you don't concede. Yeah. That, you know what? You bring a good. By the way, completely off topic, but I need to bring it up first. And, and Matt, you sent it to Garen and I and maybe Elliot. I, again, Garen, Elliot's uh, responses on text has been very subpar over the weekend. <laughs> um, that Michael Rappaport clip oh. of him yeah. telling him to pack his shit is maybe the funniest oh, yeah. two minutes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's it's now it's up there with Paul Anka. It's in the it hall. Really of fame. is. There's no question. Uh, it's gorgeous. Just fucking uh, right. Start to finish. The first time I watched it, it cut off, and I was like, "That was amazing." And then I saw the rest of it, and I was like, "I." I I already thought it was amazing. Now it's it's gone way beyond that because it cut off right at the part where, where he was like, you blowjob fucking son-in-law. Oh, my God. You're fucking mute blowjob Kushner. <laughs> Pack your fucking shit. You're done. It's so fucking great. You want to you do a recall? We'll count, we'll, count three. we'll count it three fucking times. You're done. Oh. You're lost. Fuck. Where? God damn it. Daryl Dawkins and the Broad Street Brawlers are coming oh for your God. ass. The ghost of John McCain bit you in your fat fucking ass. <laughs> oh, my God. It's wonderful. It's just I've watched it a, a number of times that even even, you know, it's listen, it's, you know, riddled with horrible language. But 
Oliver's watching it and laughing like crazy too, because how do you not? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's heard those words and he hears them about this asshole. So yeah. um, by the way, it's just uh, for the fans, uh, Michael Rappaport was supposed to be booked on our show mm-hmm. uh, back in March. And then uh, he is one that we said, well, you know what? why don't we hold off? We, uh, you know, we don't, I don't want the first time you being on the show to be via Zoom. Uh, let's get you, uh, we'll get you back in a month uh, when we're back in the studio. <laughs> and now he's walking up and down his street looking like a crazy person <laughs> talking to his phone. Uh, did you see the other one he did for about the 50, uh, Paul Simon's 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover? Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, I did. As Oliver points out, there's nothing clever about it. No. He's not being interesting, but it's fucking hysterical. He, those he, are not he, Oliver's words. He literally <laughs> just puts on the song. He's like, here's 50 ways Donald Trump can get the fuck out of the White House. And then he plays it. And he's like, step out the back, Jack. Set yourself free, you motherfucker. Like he's just, he's just, you hear that? Go out the back door, Stan. Like, it's fucking great. Make a plan, Stan. You're fucking done. <laughs> Pack your shit and go. God damn it, it's great. It's, it is. It's up there with Anka. It's wonderful. Yeah. It is. It, it brings such a smile and him just, uh, you know, I, I, I fear it's going to be, I, I don't want him to go down the path of Sarah Cooper where like that's all he's doing now mm. is. I, I think uh, you're safe because I think he's been doing that for maybe 10 years and no one's paying attention to him. But now right. it's now this one caught fire because of the circumstances maybe. But he's Look, been, he's been doing a podcast this. for a few years and I think that's just all his podcast is too. He's just yelling just him screaming you know he he, uh uh, he used to go to the same gym as uh danielle and i and uh when danielle was pregnant he could not have been a nicer guy Hmm. you know when's the baby do like couldn't be you know was friendly or Hmm. kind and i remember all that and so when they said do you want michael Rapport to be on the show when the uh back uh, i think hannah booked it like at the end of last year Mm -hmm. and then it was like you know we were booked so far ahead that that's when he had was available or we were available that it, it worked uh, I was like, you know what? I don't know if I, I think he's great on Justified at the time and so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm not the the biggest Michael Rappaport fan, you know, but uh, well, I, I remember think, his kindness. Yeah, that that's interesting because I don't know if there's a lot of overlap and interests. Like, I think he probably just wants to talk about the Knicks for 99% of the time. <laughs> if, if he had his way, that would be the only topic. But, uh, uh, but you know. We at least have a hatred of Donald Trump in common. We could talk about that, obviously. It, well, the beauty is, maybe, you know, honest to God, maybe in February, we never talk about that asshole again. Maybe in February, like, because truly, other than the fact that this guy's dragging this bullshit out in court, we're going to try and, and be shut down, yeah. is, I literally, I think I went yesterday without thinking about him at all yeah. for the first time. Yeah. In four years. That's like what's it was, great. It's like, he's not going to go away, but we don't have to care what he says anymore. That's it. It doesn't that's matter. It, it doesn't matter to us anymore. It doesn't matter to America what he says anymore. It doesn't affect America anymore. Right. Run your mouth, weirdo. Run your fucking conspiracy. And then, and by the way, Twitter's already said the, his special rules will not apply once he's not president. So mm. run your mouth. Say your conspiracy theories. Get shut out of Twitter. Be mad about that, that it's, they're stifling your freedom of speech. You know, just go back to being just this fucking nut and mm-hmm. we're good. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to be marginalized the way he should have been when he started that fucking birther shit. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. listen, uh, it's time now to reach across, though, and, 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 and worry that we're not hurting the feelings of the folks that did <laughs> support him, even though they told us to go fuck our feelings for four years. But so let's <laughs> please reach across the aisle. Joe Biden should. That's his job. Yeah. I, do. I don't necessarily yeah. have to go talk to my cousin and go, I know you're suffering right now that your racist, bigoted, no. asshole guy lost, but I feel for you. Hug, hug. 
fuck off pack your shit and go <laughs> i do think it's worth just like I, I felt this way four years ago too i think it's important to attempt to understand it because it's not it's it's more than uh it is a cult but it's also other things there's a lot of factors and i think we're, we're going to grapple with this until uh you know, until we solve it because it's going to every election is going to be uh affected by the fact that half the country uh can get on board with that you know and yeah. and it's like we talked about it on the players club on thursday but it's it's you know it's like there is a, there's a lot of racism a lot of xenophobia there's a lot of uh fear of socialism that's uh, born of a misunderstanding of what that word means <laughs> uh there's just plain red versus blue like blind allegiance but uh, we do we do have to talk to those people we have to get you know they might not even be able to just the way we might not be able to fully articulate our reasoning for for doing things or supporting people we they might not be able to either but i still think it's important to uh keep the conversation going and not just not just go to our corners because that's that made it worse going that's what we did for four years so we all went to our corner and uh it, it and and trump encouraged that he wanted us to be uh as far apart as possible and that Will you do me a favor and tell me how that goes <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll try i i really do think it's important uh you know because they're not going anywhere let me know how that goes because i'm uh, i'm gonna be my corner we can't hear you you're out what what there you're go. back what the hell's happening with my microphone today i don't know i don't think i, I think it's zoom i think it's zoom yeah ah, i see well come on and zoom a zoom a zoom a zoom uh now listen let's uh <laughs> Uh, we're watching the final episode of Seduced last night. The, uh, the stars version of the uh, of the uh, Nexium cult. Hold on, cult. I have a, I have a song for that. Hey. Oh. I think you're gonna like it. Documentaries, documentaries. The reason I bring it up is um, when you see like yeah, I thought about it today and I can never say her name right the uh, Kaylee McEnany or whatever her name is the mm-hmm. press secretary uh, or press spoke whatever the fuck her title is I don't give a shit pack your shit <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and she's I mean she's fucking saying crazy shit on Twitter like just nuts like something that a, a, a just a nut job sycophantic idiot would be saying and then you go but she's not dumb why is she doing that so the reason I bring this up is you watch that final episode of Seduced, which, again, is a thousand times better than The Vow on HBO. Mm. Although I do think that watching The Vow was a nice bring you up to speed on what kind of happened. And then here's somebody telling you what really happened. Yeah, actually, uh, can I quickly interrupt to say that like we've watched the first three. We haven't watched the last one yet. And I wish I had watched this one first, because to me, this is a much more straightforward. Here's what happened. And The Vow, by comparison, is very vague and wishy-washy about a lot of the important criminal details of what oh, yes that what you know what uh Ranieri was doing and and what people below him were doing and it's mind-boggling that the vow didn't mention some of the humongously atrocious oh, things this guy was doing because they were part of it and they don't want to be i know it's very uh, it's very to me that's more damning that the fact that they were like dancing around some of the stuff like right. they, they kept a woman in a room for two fucking years the Wait, fuck what? They, yeah. they kept in, in 2010, a woman who had who had come for, her whole family came from Mexico to Albany to be a part of Nixium. And uh, they they kept her in a room for two years and Ranieri raped her. And 
that should that to me is the fucking headline of this guy's criminal behavior like yeah. everything else he did a lot of other criminal things but that is to me the most like galling and 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 dramatic example of his crimes and well, they didn't, it, they didn't uh, fucking mention it on hbo no well, because they were still members then you know what i mean like they were still yeah involved and uh the one thing i did like about watching the vow first was like you get to see the Catherine oxenberg india oxenberg her going through the the emotions of trying to get india out and then in this one where she addresses she's like i reached out to everybody even these people that used to be part of it to help me get her out of there mm-hmm. and so to see those pieces come together mm-hmm. was interesting to me but the reason i bring it up is you see these very smart people doctors lawyers who who you'd go well they're too smart to join a cult cults are for just weak people that don't know what they're doing so it's like when you hear to me when you're seeing these smart even fucking Ted Cruz isn't an idiot. I don't like him, but he's not stupid. In fact, they say, you know, they, whoever it was said he's the most dangerous man in Washington because he's the smartest. And it's, so it's like here he is all of a sudden spouting this shit and something's happened where it is truly, Matt, to use the word you used earlier, it's a cult. Yeah. And they are caught up in it and it they, it's like they all need to be I, I, what's the word deep culted deprogrammed deep deprogrammed Deprogram. yeah. thank you yeah it's not a metaphor it it is a cult it's not like a cult it, it really it is. is a cult his techniques his his uh the way he talks to his followers is like right like it's it's eerie the the similarities to ranieri are very fucking eerie because oh it, re- it really is it's and the it's same playbook uh, the, and the only thing that he doesn't have is he doesn't have a way to sort of do any of the deprivation stuff that most right. cults do yeah. Do you think it is? And maybe I'm maybe I'm uh, oversimplifying this. But when you talk about Jim Jones and David Koresh and Keith Raniere, these cult leaders, do you think they're just mad they have to wear glasses? Do you think that's what it comes down to? I, again, I don't want to oversimplify this. Do you think they're mad that they don't qualify for LASIK? That has to be the answer, right? Follow well, up. you know, Trump did look at follow the up. Clip. Is that worth me writing down? Is that worth me <laughs> now writing down? I mean, by the, if I ever do stand up comedy again, I'm you, writing it down. Yeah, but who knows? You have Sorry. to think about in, in eight months or two years, whenever you may be able to be on a stand up stage again, will that still be worth saying out loud? I'm writing it down. It, it's it, it, even if it, even if it doesn't make it that far, I'm writing it down. Now, okay. Elliot, you can go on with whatever bullshit you had to say that once again was interrupting me. I, I uh, for that one, I blame the uh, I blame Zoom and, the, and any delays that there I do. Is. You know what? I apologize. I was yelling for humor at the top of it. <laughs> I've also got this written down. Andy Williams slash Perry Como. What do you think that means? What do you think that joke is for whenever I get back on the stand up stage? <laughs> don't know. Couldn't tell you. All right. Well, something to think about. But no, what I was saying is that, uh, you know, maybe there's some truth to what you're saying, because, uh, you know, Trump looked directly at the sun during the eclipse we haven't heard anybody talk about him being blinded which drives me nuts that he does a bunch of stupid stuff and doesn't appear appear to pay any consequences for it That's whereas if you if you and i looked at the sun <laughs> hey if you if any of us got covid we, who knows what the shit would happen right mm-hmm. uh you know christopher you know i i heard this before we didn't talk about it but christopher cross of course the great uh yacht rock musician <laughs> uh <laughs> Who, has, who I guess is having a tough time. He's caught between the new uh, the moon in New York City. So you oh, know, he's, he's, getting, oh, he's getting pulled in both directions, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had COVID back in March and it was not good. He did not have a good experience with it. And then he healed. He got better, uh, recovered. And then like a month ago, he was just out and his legs stopped working. Oh. And they're claiming, they're saying it's residual from COVID. And now he's in physical therapy to learn how to walk again. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's wow. crazy. But, but so that's Christopher Cross who has done nothing but really bring joy, whether you make fun of him or if you enjoy him like I do, 
He some brings you joy in some way. Mm-hmm. Yet here's Donald Trump. To Elliot's point, looks right at the sun. Nothing happens. Gets COVID. <laughs> nothing happens. Gets the, the most mild version with the greatest medicine uh, and, and doctors involved. Like nothing. Not, this guy's te- fucking Teflon. Well, it's because he was sent by our Lord Jesus That's to save us and usher us out of the age of darkness and away from the Democrats. That's, yeah. I mean, you know, I forgot about that, Garen. I forgot yeah. that there was a, you know, a simple, a simple answer for this. Yeah. It's easy peasy. I mean, he's, he's finally, that's one of the most satisfying parts of this, the, this election is that he's finally, even though it wasn't the, you know, the landslide we all hoped it would be. It, but it kind of, it meant if you look at the numbers though, now it kind of is, it kind well, of, the, you know, beating someone by four or 5 million votes is, is big. And, and I do think, uh, Arizona will go to Biden. And by the time people hear this, it probably will have been called for Biden. Well, some are, most are already saying that it is, it's only like CNN, MSNBC that are not apparently. And then George is going to have a recount, but I think Biden will carry that too. So he'll be over 300, uh, electoral votes. That's, that's a, you know, that's a solid win. Uh, but the reality is Trump will finally face the consequence of being terrible at his job and not have his job anymore, which is very satisfying. At the end of the day, it you know, there's there's things that could have been could have gone better. And there's a lot of problems that we still have to face. But that is going to feel good. I agree with Elliot. In some ways, it's like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. And, and it won't be until January 20th that we can really fully appreciate <laughs> this but uh, I, but also it's important to take a moment and uh, and uh, enjoy uh, the victory yeah i agree with that and, and you know and something my dad who would buy, i know we've talked i've made jokes on this podcast many many times where i don't know what my dad is doing or who he voted for or who he supports you know my dad you know the night of the election texted me and said you know we got to think positive here remember there was the time where it looked like trump was going to win this thing again and my dad texted like out of nowhere. Hey, I know you're watching this. We got to think positive. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we can't talk about this again. I don't have to uh, avoid conversation with you. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday, Saturday, he texted me and said, this will end with him being pulled out by his hair and screaming. But I won. I swear to God, I won. <laughs> and you know what? I hope it is that. I hope that they have to drag him out and he makes it. He embarrasses himself. Yeah. And. As opposed to him going there, like on January 10th, going down to Mar-a-Lago, and we never see him, you know. Well, that's what Michael Cohen predicted, that he'll go down to Mar-a-Lago this week and never come back, which... Oh, he thinks he's going to be even sooner. Well, I think I think that's what he was trying to you say. You think he knows more about Trump than I do? I don't know. I, I kind of like Michael. Honestly, I hear what you're saying. I don't think anybody... Honestly, I don't think anyone really fucking knows what he's going to do, but I, it would be... I love the idea of this fucking coward just hiding in his fucking palace and never coming back. Well, I've seen the people saying that he wants to negotiate his pardon before he concedes, which makes perfect sense. It doesn't matter. The fucking state of New York is not the federal. He can he can negotiate all he wants with uh, the federal government. But uh, the state of New York still has this this huge case pending against. Yeah. And I I hope that they don't do that just as a way to be like, let's just get it over with and get him out of here when. Oh, God, that would be. No, he, he's horrible. He's, he, I mean, if there's a chance for him to go to prison, that would be too, too juicy to pass up. <laughs> you got it. You got it because of, uh, n- not the first of all, he deserves it uh, and justice would be served. But most importantly, he wouldn't be able to fucking tweet anymore. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's interesting. Are you not allowed to tweet from prison? I guess you're not allowed to have a computer necessarily or whatever. He might have an Maybe. hour of time a week at right. the library or something. I don't know. And then he'll just use it all. Just tweet, tweet, tweet. People tweet, tweet. tune in like it's Tuesday at five o'clock. Let's see what Trump's hour long <laughs> right. tweet rant's going to be. 
Well, he the, fired his defense secretary, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. Wait, the yeah. guy that was re- the guy that already issued his uh, resignation letter. That guy. Oh, is that I think so. SB? You can't fire me. I just quit. Right. It's on Twitter. He fired. He apparently he fired. Yeah, him. he tweeted that he was fired. So, but, but again, the guy last week said, "I've issued my. I, I've written my resignation letter. I'm leaving." <laughs> don't understand it. This guy is the fucking dumbest. And by the way, speaking of him being the dumbest, and then we'll move on. But it's, um, you know, today the stock market's up and he's taking credit for it. It's like, yeah. it, it, dude, it's up Nothing because everybody's thrilled you're going. They're all, yeah. you know, maybe there's going to, and of course Pfizer has the thing with the vaccine. Yeah. But it's like the, the, the Wall Street is excited you're going. Wall Street's excited. Uh, street is excited that maybe now a human being will be in there so you know uh f- big pharma will actually make some money and think that's why dummy you claim to be the greatest businessman you, you, i'm stupid and i understand this part of it mm-hmm. yeah uh pack one, one th- your shit grab the <laughs> tape get the tape <laughs> i I'm, I'm visualizing him somehow uh actually not going to mar-a-lago he's at the inauguration pouting refusing to look at joe biden because every every other president is there. He's never going to show up to that, Elliot. There's no maybe he's way not. He but this is what I'm that. visualizing. Yeah. All right, do I'm visualizing him there. He's pouting, and then he leaves before it's over, and he goes to Marine One because as the presidents leave and the new one comes in, you you get on the helicopter and they just fly it right into a prison. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That would be great. This doesn't look like Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Love it. No, no, it is, sir. It is. It's, look it's, on the other not- side of the window. Uh, lowers yeah I, I, i'm with jimmy though he's not fucking showing up for that inauguration he's yeah, never gonna because he's not gonna concede and he's not gonna attend the inauguration you think he wants to see an actual big crowd <laughs> that fucking thing he doesn't want to see he doesn't want to look at it and have that in burned into his memory as like yeah this is bigger than mine i got news for you even in the middle of the vid biden's gonna have a bigger crowd than than trump had it's I mean, gonna look be at the, the, the whole world was dancing in the streets on saturday God, that's Paris because of, it's not because of London. biden that's because of trump they were dancing right. yay the fucking witch is dead it, it's <laughs> bananas it's uh and this is a really awkward time to tell you guys that i mistakenly voted for trump i was <laughs> oh. so excited yeah. to vote that day that i i my hand shook yeah. and, I, and i did you're in california note. it's okay yeah, but I know deep down what I did, and I will go to my grave haunted by it. Um, uh, also, also very quickly, I want to talk about Alex Trebek passing away. I know that uh, some people are very, very sad about it. Um, let's remind ourselves he was a game show host, nothing more. Uh, and um, I, I say that for Huber. What but, if they say but, that but when you, you die? They could say that about you. Well, I mean, everybody. Look, I think I like Alex Trebek. I, 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 when I was you know a kid watching game shows, I loved him. He landed it. He landed at this Jeopardy job, and then we all of a sudden took Alex Trebek seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, you know, he's a great man. He's a smart. He's, there's no evidence he's smart. <laughs> he knew these. He had he the knows answer. how to read words, <laughs> right? It's it's secondly, it's like somebody the joke around the house is, is he goes if you know I always do it like if he didn't get Jeopardy, he'd still be hosting High Rollers. He was hosting <laughs> a game where you rolled giant dice. That was the yeah. show he was on. His, so his his real genius, honestly, in terms of like projecting uh, an image of something, was that he pretended that he didn't have the answers that he just knew everything right. like that's that was the vibe of the show is like mm-hmm. no actually it's uh, it, so to that to endocrine. that Matt, so I, I, i'm sure i've told this story before i never not funny but i'll share it again so when i was a open micer and then my first couple of years in comedy i would either open or close 
with a joke about Jeopardy, basically what we're just talking about here. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the it's like, he doesn't know anything. He's reading from a card. He's not smarter than anybody in this room. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You're just a, you're a dick with a perm. That was the punch. <laughs> <laughs> and it would either help me get rolling at the top of the show or be like, a, I gotta go. And I would get off. <laughs> so at this time in my career, I was working in Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. And Dan Greeter, who's a very funny young man, it was his first week. Uh, ever with a paid gig and Dan was a good comic Dan is a good comic and so we got Dan and I got along very well and so the green room was upstairs and then you had to come downstairs to uh, but you could watch the show from upstairs and then you had to go you know come down some stairs to to then get to the side of the stage to then be brought up so every night I would watch Dan's set and then if Dan's doing 15 minutes at like the 12 minute mark I would go oh shit I should probably get downstairs and so I would go downstairs and then Dan would do his closing joke and then please welcome Jimmy Pardo. And I would go up and open with my Jeopardy, that Jeopardy joke, whatever the, whatever the actual words were, to silence. Like it would, I would, it would bomb every night. I'd be like, what the fuck? And it, it, so, and then because that bombed so badly, I'm in a hole that I, all week, I was like, I couldn't get out of it. And so like on Sunday night, the manager, no, I, I apologize. On, uh, yeah, on Sunday night, the manager says, uh, or Saturday, it doesn't matter, Saturday or maybe Saturday night. He's like, do you, do you watch Dan's set before you go on? I go, I watch it. Yeah, of course I do. I watch it every night, and then I run down, and I go on stage. He's like, oh, all right, that's great, okay. He goes, uh, all right, well, all right. So then on Sunday, whatever it was, what happened is I, went, I walked downstairs earlier, like whatever my time he was, I got down there earlier, and Dan's second-to-last bit was about Alistair Beck pretending to be smart, and he's just a dick. And he didn't say dick with a perm, at least, but it was like that he's just this arrogant dick. And he would, and better wording than that, big applause, closing bit, here's Jimmy Pardo doing the same fucking joke they just heard. (laughs) And it's like, Jesus, what are the odds that every fucking night, that's the one minute I'm walking down the stairs and I didn't hear it. And so to this day, I'm blaming this on Alice Trebek and his pomposity. <laughs> I, I would blame the the staff of that club for not the first night being like, hey, you know, you did the same joke that the other I guy did. I think they were trying to be nice about it. Like, you're watching the guy, right? You're, you know, like, just maybe they were saying it. I just was so in my own head about, yeah. well, that uh, he's not doing anything that I do. You know what I mean? Like, what, something like, right, like right. you know, I'm watching his whole set. There's nothing in there that reminds me of anything, but like. But yeah, why didn't somebody just specifically go, you're doing the same Jeopardy joke as that guy? Yeah. But what are you going to do? Mm. Hey, I blame the audience. Where's the heckler? Ooh, that's where you need a heckler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, a heckler yeah. should be like, we just heard that joke from the other guy. <laughs> or, you know what? To that. Yeah. And by the way, here's the funny part, too. It was during a time where Dan was busy walking back to the green room to watch my set. So he <laughs> so never he saw me it. doing it either. Right. Right. <laughs> so we're at the pool every day. We're like, like it never crossed our minds yeah, to have a conversation either, about know. it. Yeah. I mean, the only way it might have come up was if you had been like, hey, I can't get this joke to right. work. I don't know why right. it's not working this week. Well, what's the joke? Oh, it's about how Alex drags a pompous dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's because I've been doing the exact same joke right before yeah. you. God damn it. Just so stupid. And uh, but again, just horrible. You know, uh, sliding doors. That's all it was, gentlemen. Sliding yeah. doors. Sliding doors. <laughs> the uh, the other quick one I want to mention before we have to go to a break is Norm Crosby passing away. The great, the comedy legend Norm Crosby, um, who had Norm Crosby's Comedy Shop. Uh, the uh, one and only time I ever met Norm Crosby was at the Tom Arnold Celebrity Roast for Bud Friedman, and Norm was in the audience. He wasn't even on the uh, on the dais. I was on the dais, and that's the uh, and I've spoken about this, I believe, in the past. And 
where I went up and I did uh, thank thank you to Mike Schmidt for helping me write that. And by that, I mean doing 90% of the heavy lifting and writing me great roast jokes, uh, you know, uh, for Bob Saget, uh, you know, not to, I don't want to use the word attack, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Saget was on the day as Andy Kindler, Earthquake, uh, Dom Irera, uh, what's it, who's supposed to be there? Uh, Anthony Clark was supposed to be there, but he didn't show up. Uh, Dom Irera, Vinny Favorito, and, and uh, Red Buttons. So, uh, and I went first because I was the least known on the panel. And so I went up and destroyed. I mean, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally saying brilliant Mike Schmidt written jokes. And, you know, uh, really, you know, uh, and then hitting, uh, you know, Favorito and Dom Irera, who apparently are the big heroes of these roasts in the past. Uh, they, would, they would be the one-two punch at the end. And here's this new kid at the beginning, killing and and doing great roast jokes again written by mike schmidt delivered i guess decently by me and <laughs> and taking down time Herrera and vinnie favorito as part of it and so for the rest of it when when vinnie favorito and dom Herrera went up there they're like you know i don't i, I don't you know, dom is like i don't know anything about uh, this jimmy pardo so i'll just say fuck you jimmy pardo <laughs> <laughs> and then vinnie favorito would go you know i don't know why you know i don't know why he thinks he can get up here and make fun of dom Herrera and me fuck you like with no humor by the way <laughs> oh, no, no humor whatsoever <laughs> just really being children like not understanding like dude i was just making you know i made the same jokes as you that i made at bob saget the same jokes you're making at everybody you idiots <laughs> and they and so then afterwards dom's avoiding eye contact with oh, me no. i hear hey you know he's really pissed off is dom i try to talk to dom he won't talk to me and and so it sort of turns it back on me that i'm being a baby even though he's being the baby it was craziness and so i'm like fuck i just had a great night and now these two guys are being assholes and so here come up to me comes norm crosby and jack carter two legendary guys from the 60s and 70s guys i grew up watching and they come up to me uh individually not 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 together and they, uh, Norm Crosby's like, uh, hey, that was really great. You're really uh, one of the uh, new young guys, and this is great. And uh, But what was the problem with uh, Dom and Vinny? They didn't uh, seem to get the joke. And, I, and I'm and i being a gracious person going, like, you know, it's a roast. They're just having fun. I go, fuck that. They're actually like children. <laughs> and it was like, and, and then Jack Carter comes over and goes, you talk about the two guys not fucking getting it? And here's these two old, you know, uh, you know, Friars Club dudes who, you know, we saw in Carson in the 70s going, those two are fucking children. They don't fucking get it. You know, they can't take their fucking lumps. And I'm like, this is the greatest. This is the greatest ever. And it made me feel better because it was like, I don't want these guys mad at me. You know what I mean? Like, I I am the new guy. But anyway, so I thank Norm Crosby uh, for that in my life that I was very, very lucky to, uh, uh, the one time I met one of these guys, certainly not my hero, but just a guy I grew up enjoying whenever I'd see him on TV. You know, he would do the Mela props. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he would do the, uh, I, I can't even do them. They're, they're, my ear doesn't like them. Uh, <laughs> anybody have an example? No. Uh, I, I, I can't think of examples of anything specific to him. No, but just g- give me one. Give me a, um, I can't even pull one. I don't even know go if I've Rick heard that Cox? word before. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I said, go Rick Cox. Because it's so, a switch. I switched the letters around instead of kick rocks. That's the first oh. phrase I thought of. Boy, I thought that was. I thought you were doing something with Rick Fox, the uh, yeah, former I do. I don't Laker. Know. Hey, look, was it anything? No, it was not. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, um, uh, uh, Garen, a malapropism is when you misspeak and uh, inadvertently say something funny by switching, uh, saying words in the wrong way, or saying switching letters and words. Oh, like I do that constantly. 
this, uh, is Yogi Berra like this is malapropism guy? Right? I guess that's I guess that's sort of is, yeah. Is in this? I don't know. If that's exactly the same, but yeah, his whole thing is like is just sort of saying saying things that are accidentally funny, uh, but not because the words are wrong. It's just because. It, that's more like the Ringo Starr, like uh, when he said eight days a week or whatever, and it's like it doesn't make any sense, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's kind of an interesting. It doesn't mean anything, and it's wrong, but it sort of has a it kind of becomes meaningful. I Here's will say a couple this, oh, as a reminder: on the eighth day, God created rock and roll. But go ahead, Garen. <laughs> I just wanted to get that in. Uh, here's a couple examples of malapropisms from Google. Uh, alliterate him quite from your memory. Instead of obliterate. Okay, that's not a good one. Oh, you know what? Here's another one. Uh, bring it over. Bring that, that ticket over there, and they'll violate it for you. That's like another. <laughs> right? Isn't that another one? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Is that Garner? Are there actual Norm Crosby examples? Uh oh, let me. On the World Wide Web, as opposed to just this vague Google thing that you. Uh, yeah. That's, oh wait, that's here's one. Better. Jimmy Pardo is an unfunny asshole. Is that one? <laughs> oh, that was a, that, Norm. Norm Crosby said that. Is that? Why would Norm? Norm was, not, Norm was <laughs> on my side. Vinny and Dom aren't. I don't know. Anyway, he, Dom Irera eventually apologized to me. By the way, just to okay. put a button on that story. If I and again, if I've told that story in the past, I apologize for retelling it. But it came up because of Norm Crosby passing away. But sure. Dom in Montreal, Dom and I, uh, he did apologize to me. So and. Uh, I graciously told him to go fuck himself, <laughs> you Italian spaghetti bending fuck. Uh, Garen, what do you got? Uh, I think here's one he said, that skinny dog looks emancipated. Okay. All right. See, that's the type of thing that Norm Crosby <laughs> When he goes to a tailor, it's because his pants need an altercation. See? Pretty much, yeah. Good stuff, guys. Strong <laughs> comedy. 1978, 79. Right, he's got an oversized bow tie on and a tuxedo that looks like it was rented, but he, there's no doubt he owned it. <laughs> what now? I'm, I, I, now I'm annoyed that I can't think of all the famous Yogi Berra ones, though. So there's a lot. Well, of, it's, uh, nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. Right, right, uh, <laughs> right. That's the uh, that, that's the one I always remember. Uh, yeah, like he didn't use the wrong word. He just said things that were unintentionally kind of deep because they were so dumb like they were so dumb they were brilliant kind of right uh, if you come into a fork in the road take it <laughs> you can observe a lot by watching yeah well these, these are yoga Berra. yeah he, he was 90 percent of the game is half mental <laughs> <laughs> you can observe a lot by watching yeah right oh and the famous one it's like deja vu all over again that's yeah. it right that's the uh uh, well, listen, he was a catcher uh, who got uh, hit in the face with baseballs on a regular basis. We can't be mad at the guy. But the thing is, like, he he's kind of the prototypical uh, color commentator because all former athlete color commentators seem to say things like he, he was just better at it because usually they just say things that are kind of meaningless and, and like, uh, you know, uh, like, well, you know, you got to play hard to win or like, you know, the, the team that scores the most points is going to going to win the game. It's like, yeah, no fucking shit, asshole. Like, that's not a malapropism. It's just dumb. And I think like Yogi Bear like raised that stupidity to uh, like a level of, of high art. <laughs> if, if I may, Matt, if I could remind everybody what the great Cliff Floyd said about fantasy baseball, in order to win, you got to draft. In order to have a great team, you got to draft the best players. <laughs> yeah. so, or I'm, I'm, I'm mangling that, but we know what the point is. The, the, the guy, the the he's not the color guy. He's he's the actual like voice of the Clippers. The uh, um, his name is uh, Lawler, and no, I forget his first name. 
uh, anyway, he has a thing called Lawler's Law. He's so proud of it. He talks about it all the time. He's like, yeah, you know, I will say Lawler's Law, the first team to score 100 points wins. It's like, okay, well, obviously some games, both teams are going to score 100. But in general, that's true. But it's not, it doesn't, it's not insightful. It's just a fucking fact that <laughs> right. most most games probably will end around 90 to 102 or some shit like yeah okay that's that's fair like i'm sure if statistically you're right but it doesn't give us any insight into the game it's like one if one team gets to 101 and the other team's at 99 it's not like well it's over <laughs> lawler said it's over you fucking dunce <laughs> i've been mad at that guy for 20 years over this shit you know wow. the, the one that i'm mad at my, my my cousin dan was the one that pointed it out to me and i will never i won't i won't get it exactly right but it was milo hamilton with the cubs where he said you need base runners to get runs runs to win ball games <laughs> and it's like and and my cousin dan i was like i just imagine like a, a room full of people going <laughs> like cheering it's like the most obvious sentence yeah you need, oh you need hit yeah you need hits to get runners Runners to get runs, runs to win ball games. Yeah. I feel like baseball is very simple and yet everybody involved in it like makes it way more like they think I know that there's like the saber metrics is genuinely like a, a complex and, and maybe app like like a beneficial thing. But but the guy, the jocks who play it, they're always just like, uh, you know, it's all about like, yes, yeah, oh, we got to get a guy in scoring. We got to you got to get that runner in scoring position. Yeah, no shit, man. You need to score fucking runs. <laughs> like, obviously, you need to score more than the other team. Uh, well, I understand that no matter what the sport is, first one to 100 wins. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, let's take a break. I got to run outside for a second here. Let's take okay. a break. Uh, Kulop will be here in a little bit. Our great friend Kulop is going to be joining us. She's got a new podcast she wants to tell us about. Uh, we'll go around the horn. We've got the trivia question, Oliver's trivia question. And we'll do all that when we come back right after this. Matt, the holidays are right around the corner. You know that. You know how a calendar works. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Dashing through the snow, my brother. Are you looking for a way to stay connected with the loved ones during the holidays? Absolutely. Uh, well, let me tell you something. The holidays, certainly during the social distance, can be lonelier than ever, Matt. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, some folks are dealing with that with uh, by using Skylight. Skylight is the perfect gift to connect you with your loved ones during this lonely, sad, socially distant holiday season. Uh, this is a gift that will make your mom, your dad, your grandmother, etc., Feel like he or she is right there with you during the holidays. Now, listen, uh, I'm not going to see my family this ho uh, holiday. Uh, you're you are not. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's a, it's a, everyone's going through this now. It's like, how do you uh, how do you see your loved ones that if you don't live in the same house as them or maybe the same state? In my case. Yeah. Well, and, and in our case, uh, we've spent the last couple of Christmas Eves together. And uh, yeah, that's not going to be happening. Charlie is, uh, he's already talked about that white elephant thing. He's bummed out about it not happening. We have tried to figure out a way to maybe uh, figure out a way to do that virtually. And uh, we are trying to figure that out. Oh, that'd be fun. Because it would be fun to still figure out a way to <laughs> yeah. get gifts and stuff to everybody. And everybody's on a Zoom and mm -hmm. does it. Or maybe you use your skylight frame. Once you take the photographs and then you send that over. Uh, now, let's, let me walk you through what Skylight Frame is. It is a photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. A great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. It sets up effortless, effortlessly, uh, which is easier to do than me say, apparently. <laughs> it's, 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 it's easier than saying the word effortlessly. That's how easy it is. Sending, uh, oh my God, they're gonna—they're doubling down on effortlessly. Uh, it sets up in just 60 seconds. Uh, just plug it in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network and you enjoy it. Uh, sending photos to Skylight is effortless. 
Everyone in the family could just email them to your personal Skylight email address and they will pop up in seconds. Multiple people can send photos to the frame, so it's a great way to keep large networks of friends and family in touch. Now listen, it has a black frame with a white mat, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your to any home. Mm-hmm. Skylight Frame has a gorgeous 10-inch touch screen. Uh, you can swipe through your photos with a finger or even tap to thank the person who sent the photo. So, Matt, if you send me a photo, I can uh, tap on something and let you know that I uh, liked the photo. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. Uh, now, listen, Skylight Frame has a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like your Skylight, they will offer you a full refund. Uh, and you can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift. Import pictures of you and your uh significant other whatever you or maybe uh, in my case maybe i get this for my father yep and uh i would preload it with a photograph of me and danielle and oliver right uh, maybe with him and his wife donna uh from when they came out to visit hey here's a photo that you don't have Great and idea. now you do yeah that's that's a that's the perfect use of this thing it's kind of like sometimes we will take the kids uh school pictures you know they get pictures taken at school and then we put those in a frame and send them to our parents for christmas well there are no school pictures this year because there's no school uh not, right. not in person at least so the solution obvious solution would be just get the skylight frame and then we can send whatever picture of the of the kids that we want to it well let me tell you something the customers love this thing uh, in fact one facebook review said this matt this is such an isolating time as we are just trying to keep my, my grandma safe and healthy but this gives her a little glimpse of us every day and then when we talk on the phone she could talk to the boys about the pictures we sent love it see that so it's also giving you something to talk to your uh, to the grandparents about because sometimes that could be a bit of a slog that is worth its not, weight in gold right there yeah <laughs> uh, not not in my son's case of course because he doesn't stop talking but uh, uh <laughs> but yes, other families i could see this being kids, helpful lots of kids have trouble they get they get stage fright on the uh the conference call or the right the, the facetime call whatever the zoom whatever they're using i do know that when my mom or dad would say hey you got to call your grandparents i know i know that i went kicking and streaming because it's like i don't know what to talk to them about yeah. i don't know what to talk to them about they're 150 years older than me i don't we have nothing in common <laughs> right uh, my grandfather, by the way, his uh, his famous line, and if you ask any of my cousins this, they, they would say, hey, what did Grandpa Pardo uh, ask you every time you saw him? How's the car running, kid? <laughs> that that was his go-to for conversation. Huh. Uh, now it would be, uh, hey, the skylight frame is great. I saw a picture of the car. How's that running? So see, it would, get, it would eventually get there. Right. Uh, um, now, listen, as a special offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code PARDO, P-A-R-D-O. That is right. You get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame uh, just by going to skylightframe.com. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com. And then enter the promo code PARDO and you will get $10 off your skylight frame. Skylight frame! A better way to send a picture. Matt, Fiber Monday is uh, almost upon us. Do you mean Cyber Monday? I mean Fiber Monday because this is the year you invest in your butthole. <laughs> hey, okay. I'm listening. Well, hello. What's that? I'm listening. Well, Hello Tushy has the best deals for your butt this year. Don't get stuck with post-Turkey Day disaster. Protect your pipes with a Hello Tushy bidet. Yeah. Now, we, uh, we, now you have a Hello Tushy bidet, and we also have a Hello Tushy bidet. I do. Bidet. And we, we talked about it on another ad that we don't like the word bidet so we're i'm i decided to call them ass blasters i don't know if i don't know if uh tushy corporate has signed off on that but i will personally be calling them ass blasters or just the hello tushy ass blaster
Well, they have not told us not to call it that. So uh, I'm going to wait until they specifically say stop saying that because they're actually bidets. But uh, bidet just sounds pretentious and, and French, and I don't like it. Sing for bidet. That's a stick song. Um, they one sing, sing bidet. For, one buck. One more bidet. I can't even do it. Uh, I I think you I think we should get Weird Al on the phone and we just do a gazillion parodies where the the word uh, eight bidets a week we just change yeah do all, all days to bidet all bidet parody songs album that's a good idea I love the idea now listen hello Tushy will cut your toilet paper by eighty percent so it pays for itself and how much TP it saves you. Uh, that's because with hello Tushy you don't wipe it all hello Tushy is your new hands free butt buddy. Hello, Tushy uh, Ass Blasters. Their attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free happy butt guarantee and a 12-month warranty. So stop wiping your butt and start washing and join the millions of happy Hello, Tushy customers right now. Hello, Tushy is the perfect gift for the whole a days. I, I, they, I know we're, we've they been love joking. They're fun with words. What's they, that, Matt? They do. They, they love it. But I, I was going to say, we've been jo- we were joking around, but I, I do want to say... It's kind of embarrassing, but I will say I look forward to going to the bathroom now that I have this thing. It's it is so it's it's like I, I love the just the technology involved. It's very simple, but it's very effective. And it just makes me it just feels good. I mean, it's not, not like if I it feels good physically, but also like emotionally feels good to be cleaning my butt the right way and doing a cl- complete cleanup job instead of uh, i just i think back to my old self and i think what what were you doing man well you were a caveman you're an animal yeah basically right this is uh, well you know what this is not unlike the caveman uh, dipping his ass in a stream <laughs> that's right that's, uh, what, what do you what want do you want a pile of leaves or do you want the the waterfall i want the waterfall to to wipe me down now let me tell you something uh i've talked about this on never not funny with uh, certain medications for my back i uh, end up getting a little constipated uh and then recently uh i was like oh i have to go to the bathroom i get to use the hello tushy (laughs) yeah so i know exactly what you're talking about when you say you look forward to using it yeah uh here's how the never not funny fan and listener uh, you don't even have to be a fan uh to to, to get this you (laughs) just have to be a listener a grudging listener of never not funny (laughs) uh you will get 20 percent off hey that's a great uh, discount plus free shipping right now at hello tushy.com slash pardo this fiber monday deal is hello tushy's best offer and even though you might have a butt that doesn't quit, this deal's only good for one day on Fiber Monday. So go now to hellotushy.com slash pardo for 20% off and free shipping. Hellotushy.com slash pardo. Look, whatever you call it, rump, rear, arse, fanny, bum, tush, tushy, tookus, hiney, butt, caboose. Here comes Charlie, keister. <laughs> no matter what you call it this Fiber Monday, wash it off with a hello tushy but day hello tushy matt just sang its praises i sang its praises hello tushy.com slash pardo get 20 percent off on fiber monday hello tushy better way to clean that can <laughs> hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 2712 the thing that i had to run away on uh, very smooth very it was very smooth uh, situation so uh, nothing to I, I don't want anybody worrying about why did Jimmy have to run away at the end of that last segment before the break? Uh, all smooth, man. Everything's smooth. Everything's smooth sailing, right? Ever since we got that news Saturday morning, everything's sm- no uh, no stress in this life, man. You want to come at me? You uh, let, bring it on, man. Gonna let it all flow now. Let it go. Let it flow, like Dave Mason said back in 1968. Oh, what, is that Jim that, Jones? Yeah, that's Bruce Lee. Yeah, oh, he, that was what he said. 
It looks like Jim yeah. Jones. It does. It's similar sunglasses. Yeah, those guys like those sunglasses back in that uh, in that era of time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, as I mentioned, uh, Kula Valaisak Valai, is here. Uh, we're thrilled. Our friend Kulop is here. She's got a brand new podcast called Add to Cart. It is called Add to Cart, A-D-D-T-O-C-A-R-T. Those are three <laughs> words. I don't know what this podcast is about. And, and, and even not knowing what it's about, I've got some uh, notes on this title. Um, <laughs> it's a great Kulop. We're on the podcast with you. What's it about? <laughs> uh, I am. Co- hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, Add to Cart is a podcast with myself and Suchin Pak from MTV. Do you remember? I I remember her from MTV, yeah. Yes, I do. That was a little after my time, but I remember that. Yes. Suchin Pak, a journalist, a dear friend. And Add to Cart is about what we buy and what we buy into and what that says about who we are. All right, terrific. And, and and is this thing uh, uh, going? Um, is it already up and going? How many episodes are out for the people to uh, hear? And where can they hear it? It's it's not out yet. It launches November seventeenth, and it'll be out uh, every subsequent Tuesday. And it's on Lemonada, Lemonada Network. Okay. Uh, what do we think about that? How do we feel about that? Are we okay? Uh, Everyone check in. Let's check in. Everyone take gonna... a temp. Let's go around the horn. Well, I had not uh, heard of Lemonada until this very moment, but I, I love the name a lot more than I like that Add to Cart. I'll tell you that. I like oh, Lemonada. Jimmy, I love what, Lemonada. What, what's the problem with Add to Cart? Maybe I don't want to put something in the cart. Why, why are you telling me what to do? I, I, I just want to uh, listen and enjoy. Well, Jimmy, there's. it's not just things. It could be ideas. It could be, hey, never not funny. I want to add that to cart. And maybe the cart, Jimmy. Yeah. It's it's your mind. Oh, oh shit. Christ. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. You know, Jimmy, you know? You 2020, know, baby. Uh, 2020, think, baby. This, you know what? Say, say the name of the title. Say the name of the podcast again, and I'll be this asshole. Go ahead. Say it again. Add to cart. Yeah, thanks a lot, 2020. <laughs> It never ends with 2020. Just keeps getting worse, 2020. He's 90. People die. <laughs> God. Jesus. Are you, Alex Trebek? Yeah, he was, was over. Yeah, he was oh, 90. Okay. Who was 90 that uh, died? Well, Norm Crosby was 93, but somebody died the other day that was 90. And it's like, it just keeps coming. It's like, he's no. 90. And he's been, I can't believe he's still alive. He's been dying for 25 years. Mm-hmm. People die. All right, Jimmy. Circle we know. Of life. We know. And uh, and speaking of which, uh, what uh, Donald Trump will die in prison. So there we go. Uh, uh, it's all that's something to look forward to. <laughs> right. It's a new day, Kula. Kula, have you slept better better the last two nights than you have in four years? Yes, uh, yep. my body has been clenched. <laughs> and to what degree? I, I did not know. I had an idea, but what a deep sleep Saturday night brought. Right. Ah, oh, I just. It just, I, we were always going to have so much work to do, but now it just feels like there's some hope. There's some, oh, I know, I know we have so much to do, but oh my, this feels so good. It feels so good. It really, now let me ask, when you heard the big news Saturday morning that, that Biden, they called it for Biden, did Scott run and get a skinny tie? How did you guys celebrate <laughs> when you heard the news? Do you? Picture him just starting to just turn on ska music and <laughs> <laughs> just the specials. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you picture. 
I I do. Although the last music, this is interesting. The last music text that I got from Scott Ackerman uh, was, hey, you should check out the new Deep Purple. It's actually pretty good. And I was very surprised to get that text from Scott Why? Ackerman. Why? You guys I, both I don't see music? Scott as a classic rock guy. So to, to uh, ah. so, uh, so Deep Purple surprised me. He has such a breadth. Agreed. Of like, yeah, like he, he'll watch all of it. Well, I guess he stopped watching American Idol, but he knows all the pop music and yeah, just goes, he goes for everything. Last night we watched... Uh, the last half of the um, Tom Petty, a Tom Petty doc. That mm-hmm. was really interesting. Uh, now, he's also died. And that one, that one was sad. Mm-hmm. That one was unexpected and sad. Mm-hmm. So we give va- So people give value to deaths, certain deaths. OK, <laughs> yes, I, I rank all the deaths. I rank every single death. And how, how sad we should be about those deaths. He's actually doing a podcast, not unlike who charted, but just about ranking death. <laughs> Yeah. So it's all mm-hmm. death related charts. Uh, you know, yeah. how sad, how uh, sad was it? How justify, like how, how, how much did they deserve to die? <laughs> uh, uh, and you can check that out. It's over on uh, the Lemonada and it's called Lemonada. Add, add to casket. <laughs> tell me, tell me why, why don't you, what else don't you like about the name? Uh, well, if I'm continuing, it's bossy. I, it's just I too bossy for wanna, you. I don't want to continue the bit because the truth is, I I love the title. I, I don't okay. even before I knew what it was about. I love the title, so uh, I I don't even I can't even continue the bit that I'm mad at it. Well, I love why, it. That's why it's a great title. Is because you 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 already know a little something about what it's about by hearing it because it it evokes shopping on the internet, and so you're like, okay, yeah, we all do that. We all add to cart. That's a part of our lives now, and it's a it's a very uh, catchy, memorable thing. I Thank added you, a cart Matt. Today. I, uh, I, I did a purchase and, and they, they asked me, would you like to add a cart? And I said, yes, I would like to add a cart. And then I added a cart. <laughs> so I know Maybe exactly what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I, I heard you say pard chess. Maybe that's what you, you don't purchase things. You pard chess. I, I pard chess. I, I, I change everything so that my name is involved in it somehow. I'm, I'm like Ricky Henderson and uh, uh, who's the rapper that does that? Is it... Uh, Oh, oh. All of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I was hoping there was a more specific answer, but yes. Yeah, and you don't add to cart. You add to part. 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 Welcome to the part cast. What did you part, Chess? You know what? The tickets to another one of those pop-up drive-ins they're doing back to the future. So we're going to go and see that this Friday. Ooh, fun. Where is that? Is that at the Twin Pines Mall? That is at the uh, Twin Pines, yep. Uh, and we got to be there at a certain time, from what I understand. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually right, Matt, uh, to be to answer you seriously, it's right there in Glendale at the old Sears parking lot. Oh, cool. Hey, hey. That's where we, we saw put Armageddon. up a fake Twin Pines sign. That would be, uh, that would that'd be, be a fun cool. little, little We're in a pandemic, <laughs> Elliot. I don't know if that's the best idea to have people going out and hammering. I may not know how this pandemic works. I may not understand what's going on. Huh. But I know hammering is probably not a good idea. No activity outside? I wouldn't hammer. When you hammer, it it spreads the virus as it hits. It's, the virus right. shoots out of the hammer. Are you coughing on the nail? <laughs> this guy is. The guy that I saw hammering is, and now I think we should, uh, I think there should be a mandate. No hammering and uh, wear your mask. Yeah. All right. All right. Jimmy, when I heard uh, about Biden uh, being president-elect, I took to the streets and I, I started dancing. Did you? I, I was uh, 9.50 and I was at... Hillhurst and uh, uh, Los Feliz, just <laughs> dancing it out. Social distance dancing with my mask on. <laughs> I, you 
euphoria, elation. Right. Just yeah, we are the champions <laughs> on a on a speak, Bluetooth speaker. Were there other people there dancing with you? Like, was it a, 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 a flash mob sort of thing? It was. It was, and people oh, love it. People honking and people just like there was started a caravan started, and on that corner, um, uh, it kept going well into the evening. Wow! Just people I dancing I, around. I, I I was so like I I wanted to be part of something like that when I saw it on the on the news. I wanted to be out dancing and and celebrating with like minded happy people after all this time because we've done the marches where it was like we're marching for women's rights we're we're marching to get the the Mueller, you know make sure Mueller can follow through to do nothing let's let's march for this so like this would have been like finally one that's like we're we're all yeah. here and we're happy and then but it's like i can't go do that because uh, mm-hmm. you know i although i would have if i was out and it started on a corner i would have certainly jumped out of my car <laughs> with my mask and danced yeah. but i wasn't going to get in my car and yeah. go downtown and join a mob sure right. sure yeah. That's smart. I, I went for a bike ride on Saturday and uh, there were people uh, at an intersection where there's a bike path, uh, like cheering and waving their signs. And and everyone was honking as they went by. And, and I was like, yay. And I stopped and took a picture. And so all this jubilation and positivity. And there was <laughs> one guy in an apartment building on his balcony going, go the fuck home, go home, go the fuck home. Just for like five, like for the five minutes I was there, it was not, he did not stop yelling that. And I, I used, I'm, I tried like in my head, I was like, I hope that's just because he's tired of all the honking. Like he's just it mad. He's mad about the honking more than anything else. Cause it's a Saturday morning. Uh, maybe he's just, uh, put out but uh but would you really be that angry if you understood if you were on board no. with the celebration probably not. matt are you watching california dreams or not you don't want that uh, interrupted that's a good <laughs> reference from a saturday mornings of days past yeah i, I loved that show it was great uh, it, it, it was, was post saved by the bell right yeah S- same uh, team and, and by the way just as horrible but just as watchable yeah what was the oh god what was there the screech on that show also had a name that was like oh, screech yeah. but it was like was it like styles or something what the hell was that guy's uh, name i don't uh, remember and i saw every episode <laughs> are you guys excited about the i'm kind of excited about the saved by the bell reboot i gotta be honest no, i'm in you is it gonna be dark and gritty no it's 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 like <laughs> imagine it's it looks like it's it looks more like it's 90210 it's more like a dramatic like a it's like a high school melodrama, but there is humor in it. Uh, is he still going to be able to stop time is really the big question. Oh, that is a good question. Come on, man. <laughs> I think it's a good question. Elliot, do not take that. Uh, don't take that from him today. We're Look, not I'm used that. to, I'm used to a, that from a, Matt. This is a new day. Wait, but I, I'm just confused because I don't remember. Did Zach stop time? Yeah, Zach yeah. would stop time. Yeah. There's a whole there's a whole conspiracy theory about how how it's all in his head because he can stop time or he's a magician or there's a bunch yeah. of different stuff. Because when you I first don't remember that, yeah, I don't remember I don't either. Know. The first thing I thought when you said that was that other show out of this world, where the character it was a it was another syndicated sitcom with a girl who uh, could stop time, but like she was half alien. Her dad had had come yeah, from yeah. another planet and impregnated her earth mom and uh and oh, so yeah. that that gave her the power to if she if she went like this it yes. stopped stop time it was that show was great god that was one of my favorite shows but uh i thought you were confused that's why I no 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 show. because because he he would he would talk to us yeah he well would, that he i remember fourth wall yeah, yeah. but everybody Did, else would be he? 
Frozen. Didn't he, like, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. he straight up time out? Like, yeah. he would do that. All right, well, I will report. It starts next week, I think. I'll report back. Because Zach is still in it. He's like a congressman now or the uh, governor. Oh, wow. I think he's like he's the, the mayor, I think, of I think, of he's, I think he might be the governor even, in. though. Isn't he the governor? Maybe he is the governor. Maybe you're right. Maybe he's the governor. And, My uh, roommate was an extra on that show. Oh, okay. So that'll be interesting. Do you want to get him a book up. on the show to inter- so we can interview him? <laughs> I don't think that needs to happen. <laughs> okay. I don't know. We got. Uh, it sounds like we got a celebrity in your house. <laughs> No, like, besides me, no, no, no. No, you're I'll just, I will say, like, I wouldn't have been excited about it, but when I saw the trailer, and it was like, there was like genuinely like a couple of decent jokes in the trailer, and I was like, well, really? Maybe this will be good. Maybe but, it's going to be fun. I mean, I can't say, I, I watched a lot of the Full House reboot. It's horrible, <laughs> but I watched a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> very, very bad. I watched most of it <laughs> i you know i'm uh i watched saved by the bell the college years and that is 100 oh, yeah. unwatchable yeah i watched that too <laughs> uh which is why i'm worried about this i'm also saved by the bell wasn't good so it's bizarre that we're yeah. excited that they're coming back and and two of the two of the two of the three aren't that great actors but that yeah well which two which two yeah <laughs> you decide i think i think i think mark paul gossler is okay i think he's fantastic you, he's you, not you, he's, you think ac slater you think uh i think mario lopez is no good i think he's atrocious <laughs> yeah that's yeah and yeah. uh i want him to do nothing but give him my celebrity news that that's what he's good for and then uh, <laughs> elizabeth berkeley she's in it you think she, she's probably no good right she's, she's horrible but she's then horrible. But, okay. but tiffany Thiessen's i think gonna be on it maybe i don't know how much but she's gonna be in there so she's, she and zach are good and the good. other two uh, were, were bad kid actors that had a career mm-hmm. yeah and then mario lopez figured out hey if i just keep doing push-ups they'll put me on uh, <laughs> some news program and i could talk to people on the red carpet and people will think i'm decent he has not aged yeah at, at all and, that, and I've for some reason with this show that, that I find that reassuring like it, it makes me it comforts me to see that he looks exactly the same because <laughs> no one else does like Mark Paul Gosseler no. looks like uh, someone put a, 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 a tire uh, pump into his ear and pumped it inflated his head by about <laughs> 60 PSI <laughs> but uh, <laughs> now Matt refresh my memory is he Franklin or Bash <laughs> no he's I think he's Franklin <laughs> would you know that for seriously for five dollars could you I, know that for five dollars I do not know it I'm totally guessing but I actually now I think maybe he's bashed now I, now I think about it I need you to give me an answer you, you need to give me an answer the other I'm trying to think of who the <laughs> other actor was first because like then I, then Bre- I could, Brecken Meyer Brecken Meyer Brecken Meyer now, now Brecken Meyer seems more like a bash to me so I'm gonna say that I that he is Franklin that's that's my you're saying answer. so that you're you're locking in that Mark, Mark Paul is Mark Franklin. Paul Goslar is Franklin that's my All right, if you're answer. right you're gonna get five dollars Venmo to you from me today Garen please tell me who did Mark Paul Gosler play on Franklin and Bash Mark Paul Gosler on Franklin and Bash played the character of Peter Bash. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> no money awarded. Uh, oh, shit. That, wow. They really, okay. They really went against type, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not really. I guess they're I both kind Reckon of bashy. I think Myers is bland as the name Franklin. I think it's perfect. <laughs> but he's more of like a, hey, man. Like, I don't know. He seemed like he would be more outside the, like, coloring outside the lines. And Gosselar would be like the, the by the books <laughs> that- one. Were you doing your Breck and Meyer? <laughs> Timmy, was that your Breck and Meyer? Oh, I was not. I was actually, oh. uh, 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 because I'm staring at a computer, I was doing, I was just trying to uh, not uh, have things look fuzzy. Ah, I see. So, uh, I see. All, right, I, uh, all right, listen, Coolop is here. We're thrilled that she's joining us, but let's go around the horn. Oh, let me let me give you the uh, topic for Oliver's yes. trivia yeah. question. Matt, you got a little theme song for this? Uh, uh, yes, I do. We always forget to play it, but here it yeah. is. Uh, boop, boop. I only thought of it because you uh, played it uh 
Mm, are you uh, before where, we started here? Where to go? Oh, here we go. Um, I'm gonna play. Oh wait, which one is which? Um, yeah, I'm gonna play this one. All right. All right. Now, listen, can we talk to whoever gave us that and have them bump up the vocal on that? I don't like that. Yeah, just re-record. I mean, it's so good, but uh, it's very hard to hear the yeah. vocal. Ask for the stems. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, don't, I like the laugh, but I don't know what it means. Walk me through it, please. Jimmy, ask for the stems. <laughs> I heard you. I don't know what it means. The stems are like the separated tracks in a multi-track recording. So, right. like, well, the <laughs> people who do mashups, though, they're always, like, scouring the internet for stems of songs because then they can, like, do stuff with it. Muck about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's your topic on Oliver, uh, Oliver's trivia question uh, of the week. Uh, for, uh, again, if you, whoever wins this will get $5 from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Thank you to Jeremy Herbal for supplying the money for the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Snack break. Your topic is snack break. Hmm. And uh, we'll uh, get to it Do when I we come back right after snacks. this. I'm kidding. There's no commercial here. <laughs> uh, snack break. Snack break. Somebody write down your hmm. uh, your wager, and then I'll read the question. Remember, we've already had a snack-related question from, uh, maybe, I think it was last season. Uh, it was about the, what what is the what do you call the shape of a Pringle, right? Or no, it was it was the other way around. It was like, this is the shape. What snack yeah, yeah. food is that shape? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like I a... Parabolic opioid or something. I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't I have gotten that right. There's an opioid problem in this country, Kula. Yeah. I got a guy down the street who sells parabolic opioids. <laughs> Do you yeah. really? Does he sell them in those uh, sleeves? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. I know that. You don't have to tell me, Garen. true. It's an epidemic of uh, popping and not stopping. Um, <laughs> now, listen. Uh, is everybody in with their bet? Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. All right. Here we go. Here's your question. Here's your question. Oh, Kulop, what you have to know about my wonderful son, Oliver, is uh, as great as he is, his handwriting is the worst on the planet. It is oh, the okay. worst. In fact, today right. he said, uh, text me if you can't read this. So even he knew this one was going to be so, bad. So rather than rewriting it. Yep. Wasn't even, that wasn't an option, Elliot. Is there some way, Jimmy, I, that just maybe gave me an idea. Maybe we should be, you should be taking a picture of his handwritten question and then after the episode's been out a little bit, you could, uh, Garen could tweet that out so people can appreciate oh, that's a, the insanity that's a of idea. his handwriting. Because <laughs> usually I just, uh, I rip them up so that I don't have to ground him. <laughs> I, I don't want to, all right, here we go. Maybe he'll be a doctor. Um, and write prescriptions this so you can pop <laughs> them opioids. Yeah. Uh, the creator, the creator of what snacks remains is kept in a products container oh wow oh. that's a okay. morbid and cool question okay the creator of what snacks remains is kept in a in the products container god there's a so we're looking for the snack not nope. the not the creator you want the creator oh no, no you're no, right you the creator the snack. Of what snack yeah the creator is probably some name we've never heard but that's the snack is kept in the products container Hmm. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, that's just fun. <laughs> well, he gets it. He's a young man who gets it. 
I mean, that's like I mean, something we can't, Jimmy, you and I, we can't and cool up uh, all of us really. That's something we can never do. Like when we die, we can't be buried in a podcast. That doesn't. <laughs> um, you could bury. You could. You could. Uh, you can empty out the innards of a microphone and and put the ashes oh, okay. in that. Okay, that's fun. The or maybe innards. Or maybe <laughs> yes. like an iPod, like a like a first or second generation iPod. These are all options, right? Yeah. Uh, what What can I? A cart. Put my. <laughs> oh, my cart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're yours is easy. Heart. Yeah, that's good. Um, when I die, I want my ashes to go into Scott. <laughs> you you want your ashes to put into another human being? Like you want him to consume? Scott. Like, you, wait a minute. You think he's going to outlive you? Maybe. <laughs> no, come. You're out of your skull. If he dies before me, I have told him that I shall stuff him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the conversation would be the same as what happens now? <laughs> oh no I dare you <laughs> you're right though <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that, fun. the joy that you bring We're to this fun. world and the tightness and <laughs> clenchness that he brings there's no way he lives longer than you there's no way <laughs> and he's my friend and i say this well e- either way we have we have a plan we have <laughs> Okay, the plan is if he dies, you stuff Mm -hmm. him. If you die, he gets stuffed with you. (laughs) That's right. Okay. All right, there's a plan, guys. There's a plan. If you guys, and we, it could be a Never Not Funny exclusive. Yes. Where there's some sort of funnel and my ashes get put, you know, he has to just take them down with a little bit of water. Okay, well, you know what? If we're still in the COVID, we'll have we'll do it out in the parking lot. We'll do a parking lot episode so that we okay. can do this. I would Great. suggest that maybe maybe mix your remains with some tang and then put that in water just so that it's a little okay. more palatable. Like, I, all right, all right, sure, sure. I'm fine with that. I'll accept that. Okay. Uh, do you just, think people actually folks? do that? Do you think somebody might do that? Mix it with like a beverage and just say, I, I, now I have my, my, my sweet Doris is with me forever. Do you think that uh, somebody would do that? I have to imagine that somebody has for sure done that yeah, and then yeah. probably died immediately. <laughs> oh, okay. What, what if it's more like you're serving it to a party and, and then at the end spread you my ashes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. A little soiling green, right? Was that yeah. the, was that the premise of that? Mm, yep. Like that. I never saw it, but I think that's exactly what it was about. Love people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm still trying movie. to think of an answer to this question, by the way. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, I, I went, I, I answered Don't say it. Don't, don't say it. Yeah, right. okay. But Jimmy, Jimmy, will you read it one more time, please? I'm more than happy. Well, I could certainly attempt to. Uh, again, yeah. there's there's apostrophes and commas all over this thing. It's, it's, even even if it was very clear handwriting, I suspect this would be difficult to read. Um, and that's really, coming from it, me. Certainly, what we're going through in this country, it's difficult to read it. <laughs> the, creator of, uh, the creator of what snack remains is kept in a uh, is kept in the products container. There's, again, there's an A that's crossed out, but it's not crossed out. This kid is a fucking disaster. Have you thought about private handwriting lessons? I mean, because you, you really talk you know, about what, it a lot. You really I'll tell you, what, whatever I'm doing isn't working. Me me grounding him isn't working. Me spanking him isn't working. Oh, I thought you meant you were trying to help teach him. Uh, but no, apparently no, that no, doesn't no, come you up. Gotta, I'd you got a him. ruler. Ruler what, to oh, the hand. Smack his hands with a ruler? Yeah. Until he gets it clear. I, oh, Gun style. I like that idea. Thank you, Garen. I'll let, I'll let you know in the next episode how that goes. Because this is so awful uh, that he, you know there's no question. Well, it's funny that this hasn't come up before, but uh, there's, a, there's an odd, uh, maybe a coincidence, I guess you would call it, uh, because uh, you know who else's handwriting is terrible? His father's. Oh, yeah, it's atrocious. <laughs> it's atrocious. <laughs> 
Uh, and you know who's you know who's worse than mine? His mother's. Oh really? Oh, oh, oh so, he comes. So he has no. Hope. He had no. He had no hope. Oh, so he had no then, chance. Yeah. Because okay. I, I was going to make the point that I I was beat as a child and I have I have great handwriting, <laughs> but he's up against too much. So. so he, <laughs> I'll tell you what a beating will help. It's nice you to know who it works uh, though. Uh, beautiful handwriting. My mother had beautiful handwriting, and my father has amazing handwriting. Hmm. The two of them. Huh. Uh, and I had I had great handwriting until about 17 years ago, and then it just my hand forgot how to do any of it, and I don't mm. know what happened. Mm. Uh, but uh, I don't disagree. I, I I will put cursive and printing in the same word. It is awful. <laughs> it is oh, I'm awful. with you there, Jimmy. <laughs> it's a disaster. All right, so uh, all right, everybody got their answer in. Yeah. Mm. All right, somebody, everybody come up with something. Let me go around the horn. Let me check in with the pop culture pieces over there at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk in Van Nuys, California. Uh, cold and brisk. It's been up in the, uh, it's been lately, uh, where Chicago, by the way, has just had their uh, sixth day in the 70s in November. But you tell me that it's not a hoax, you dumb fucking hillbillies. <laughs> uh, Garen, what's going on? Uh, not much, Jimmy. Doing, doing pretty well. Happy what did you do? Did days. you celebrate there in Van Nuys? Did you go out to the corner of Van Nuys and Victory and do a dance? What did you do? No, I, uh, I did. I'm not. I can't risk COVID and all that stuff. But I did enjoy all the celebrations online, like uh, Demi's. Uh, all I want for Christmas is you dancing on the car and mm-hmm. wherever that was, which was yeah, full of joy. That was on my corner. That was on where I was. Oh, That's, okay. I was across the street. <laughs> He uh, at one point I think was playing "My Heart Will Go On" on a melodica, <laughs> just just in his bathrobe. Like he just had a bathrobe on. He was playing a melodica. <laughs> it's crazy. When I first saw him, he was walking with his dog and his melodica, and I was like, "Oh, Demi!" It's <laughs> great. I, I've not seen these videos. I have to look for them. Yeah, it's... Mariah Carey just tweeted about it. Oh, oh really? It's crazy. Yeah, wow. that's amazing. Yeah. Guys, I put my Christmas tree up this morning. <laughs> Merry Christmas, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wow. Seems early. early. Seems early. A little early. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's an unusual year, Jimmy. Uh, Thanks a lot, 2020. I will tell you, you're the second person today that told me that. So uh, you are not not special. I know you think you're special, but you're not. Well, I disagree. I have this question. Uh, Were you already planning this Christmas tree to go up, or did you buy the tree as a result of the election occurring? I was planning for it to come up early because uh, Christmas lights are going up on Thursday. Oh, boy. Love it. I mean, now that Joe Biden's president, we got to we gotta nip that in the bud. This war on Christmas has got to get amped up. We can't have any Christmas yeah. trees. We can't have any lights. Yeah, it's been it's done. It's, it's been a new four, era. It's, it's Biden been, time. It's been four years of retreat. It's time to push the push the line back and we have to take a, take the offense. I mean, now. with with take stellar, stellar White House Christmas decorations. Let me just point out. Here, I mean, here. that's that's what we're fighting against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm they had so some of the best. I'm so excited for Jill Biden. Jill. Oh, Jill. I love you, Jill. You know what? Someone, uh, Elise, noticed, I don't know where she saw it, but somebody noticed that. Do you remember the T.I. song, Whatever You Like? Remember, you can have whatever yes. you like. Yes. There's one part of that. So this song is from like 12 years ago. Uh, and in fact, when when Obama was running against McCain, there was a uh, like a elementary school or like a, I don't know what age they were, but there were some kids in Washington D.C. who recorded a song. They they made a parody of that song, but it was about Obama versus McCain. And they were like, "I want Obama, you go Obama!" Like they were like singing, which is amazing. That's a totally separate issue. Look that up if you if you want, because it was like you can vote however you like, and that was amazing and charming. But 
in that song, in the real song, it goes, I want your body. I need your body. But the way he says it, it sounds like he's saying, I want Joe Biden. I need Joe Biden. (laughs) And so like people were like playing and dancing to that. And then I realized the beginning of that song, at the very beginning, T.I. says, hey, Jill, think about yes. it. Yes. It was there all along. T.I. knew the future. He, he does say, hey, Jill. And, oh, my goodness. All right. I'm going to play that. And I'm going to play that. that. I'm going to play FDT and yes. Christmas music all day long. <laughs> Love it. By the way, did you see that video of the, the guys playing fuck Donald Trump in their car and they pull up next to a car that has a Trump flag? And no. Oh, my God. It's so great. So Cause, good. Because they're just like kind of doing this. And then they kind of zoom in on the guys and the guys are kind of like they kind of laugh about it. Like they look over and they're like, <laughs> I don't know if they understood what the song was or if they heard the lyrics, but it was it was priceless. Like it was like the perfect moment in time. So many, the anthem. so many fun videos, the anthem, guys. Jimmy. Fuck Donald Trump. Uh, well, listen, Nipsey Hussle, YG. I understand <laughs> that, but, uh, you know, listen, uh, not everybody uh, agrees with the outcome of this election. I appreciate if we could just please stop with the jokes because it's uh, <laughs> important that everybody feel comfortable during this uh, time. As a uh, reminder, for four years, we were told that they were drinking our tears and we should go fuck ourselves. <laughs> so let's give a little bit of time for us to uh, retaliate. <laughs> uh, Garen Cockrell is here. Uh, Garen, did you watch any movies over the weekend? Anything uh, of import happen over there other than the uh, the happy Saturday morning news? Uh, I did watch Deep Rising recently. Have you guys seen that? Deep Rising. That's Will you familiar. tell us what that is? That's the Treat Williams vehicle where he uh, and some mercenaries storm a cruise ship and get attacked by a sea monster. Any good? It's 90s junk, but it's fun. It's you fun. Know what? I'm writing it down because yeah. uh, Danielle has been doing some stuff at night where Oliver and I have to watch movies and we're always panicked and, and we want something dumb. We don't want anything that, that's heavy. It. And uh, so it's called Deep Impact? Deep deep Rising. Deep. So it's called uh, something about an impact. It's got called it. Deep Throat. <laughs> Do you recommend yeah. I watch that with Oliver as well? <laughs> He's got to learn sometime. He's got to yeah. learn sometime. <laughs> exactly right. That is you know, not a Linda Lovelace, movie. this is interesting. Linda Lovelace taught Sammy Davis Jr. how to give a blowjob. What do you think about that, Garen? There's some information for you. Today. In the 70s, man. Yeah, man, we all were fucking partying. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I thought Deep Throat was the movie about Watergate. Uh, yeah. That's documentary. You, you could show that to Oliver. It's very educational. Uh, we should watch it. Did I mention it the other week? We watched that the trial of Chicago 7 or whatever that's Yeah, the, I want to watch that. Fantastic. Was that good? It's great. Sasha Baron Cohen? He's great. Okay. He's great okay. in everything when he's uh, doing a character. Uh, deep, deep Rising. I wrote it down. Yeah. Treat Williams, who ordinarily is not good. How is he in this? <laughs> he's He spends the whole movie dressed like Dad's Day Off, I think I tweeted. It's just... And these guys are all jacked out in, in black, like, army shit, and, and Treat Williams just flannel shirt and khakis. Right. It's, it's quite charming. Uh, well, I look forward to uh, giving you my review of that. Uh, how many stars do you give it, Garen? Out of five? Probably four. Three. Let's do the standard four. That's a two and a half out of four, three wait, out of five. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah. Three out of five I sounds hear, I said better. what I said. I didn't hear the second part of it. I all hear was two and a oh, half out of four. Three out of five. Three out of five. I see. Yeah. Uh, you know what I thought you said? And, and I would have loved this. Two and a half out of four, two and a half out of five. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there somewhere. Two and a half makes more sense. 2.677. I'm writing down Treat Williams. All right, now listen. Uh, uh, Garen, I, I imagine you're feeling good about it, right? You're feeling right Saturday night. Uh, the hotel detective, of course, he's out of sight. 
Uh, that is that's uh, the lyrics from "We're an American Band" by Grand Funk Railroad. Railroad. Too many R's, too many L's in that word for Jimmy. Doesn't like it. Uh, Garen, do you have a guess on this uh, this snack break question? I do have a guess, and it's odd that this is my guess, considering what we were just talking about. Uh, but I'm going to go with Pringles. You're going to go with Pringles, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think his ashes were put in one of those tubes, and they put that tube into the cask? Yeah, it's, or it's sitting on, you know, Mr. Lay's mantle. You think is this is a, Frito-Lay himself? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's the only snack-related name I could think of. <laughs> Plus, the guy's face is right there in the can. Yeah, mustache and so, all Pringle. Yeah. Mr. Pringle. Yeah, I guess John, we'll find out. John Oliver was just talking about how you we never we've never seen the rest of that guy's body. Like, what does it look like? What's this? What's ripped. This? <laughs> totally ripped. Okay. Yeah, it could so be. So ripped. <laughs> Have we never oh. seen his body, Mr. Pringle's body? Uh, that, that's just what John Oliver said, and it sounded right. I, I couldn't picture it. You know, when when I was uh, presented with that, I could not picture if we had ever seen the rest of his body. I see. Uh, now, I, I've, ne- I've never seen it. I think we all imagine it to look like the Monopoly guy's body because they look very similar to me. They like are those, similar. Those two guys one are, likes a snack apparently more than the other. Yeah. Like if, if I found out they were brothers, I would not be surprised. Those two but guys. there's no way that Monopoly guy is eating a, a cheap chip. There's no, no. way. No. <laughs> He's going to Whole Foods to get his potato chip. <laughs> yeah. No, He's he, putting caviar on it. A little sour <laughs> cream. That prick. He's got his personal chef making uh, p- potato chips for him. Yeah, I got your chips, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, let me ask you this, Kulop. Uh, did you yeah. watch? Uh, we usually talk about this sort of thing uh, before the guest gets here, but we had other stuff to talk about that was very exciting. Uh, did you watch SNL over the weekend? Are you somebody that still watches that on a weekly basis? Yes, I, I watched it. I watched and, it. And uh, I actually, my, my review is that it was the best episode of the season. I agree. Uh, and easily. Uh, there were some laughs this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some um the uh Aunt Jemima uh oh. that that sketch was funny, I thought. Agreed. Count Chocula, that one's funny. Um what else? What else was there? But there were yeah, there were genuine laughs. Uh, my only complaint would be that I would uh, I, I I like the jokes on the news. I like what those guys, I like their jokes, I like their choices and when it's shorter. Uh, uh, I'm not happy. I want I, I want Colin Jost to give me 10 minutes of nothing but, you know, headline style monologue jokes. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Longer so, weekend update. That's what I would like. Yeah. Uh, the Gi- the Giuliani Jost. thing was making me laugh. Uh, yeah, it, it generally does not. But I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I thought she was uh, spot on this past weekend. I, it was very funny to me. Uh, I also liked watching her watch herself in the monitor because uh, <laughs> as a reformer, I've been guilty of that uh, almost every time I'm doing something. Uh, so to see somebody else like just, oh, there I am. Like, <laughs> you know that's you. You're a paid professional. Knock it off. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Matt, you're suspiciously quiet. You do not care for this episode. I, I, I thought I, I liked the, I, if you were talking about the best episode of the season, I thought the John Mulaney episode had more laughs for me. Did it really for you? Interesting. But uh, but part of I that, enjoyed that musical. I like that musical. I always like yeah, musical. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was good, too. It was it was slightly uh, maybe skewed by the fact that, you know, Charlie has gotten excited about the idea of SNL. So we were like, let's do it. Let's watch it. And then it was delayed because of that friggin football game. And like we were going to watch it live and we did, but it was, it was like we had to wait a long time. And then 
it just like sometimes they do sketches that are perfect for an eight-year-old and then this episode just happened to be things that he couldn't connect with and so that i think i was in my head a little about like oh he's not he's not going to get this and then they did a sketch about super mario brothers which is like couldn't be more in his wheelhouse we're like here we go a super mario brothers sketch i can't believe it this is charlie's dream come true and it was all about how this guy's balls got exploded (laughs) and i was like okay well then maybe he's not gonna enjoy this as much as we expected His favorite sketch of the season was the Ichabod Crane one, was it not? <laughs> we did not. We did not show him that one. We did not. Show him that one. So it, it it taught me the the very important lesson that I need to screen the show before I show him selected clips. Like that's yeah. the way to do it. Eight might be too young for that. Yeah, uh, I think program. Yeah, you got to be like maybe ten or eleven. I think I was about eleven when I started watching it. Yeah, uh, I was ten. So I. Uh, I agree. I think that's the uh, ballpark. It's a little too, uh, listen, they're still children. They're tiny little children. Mm-hmm. I, I got it pretty early because it would be the back of my mom's restaurant while I was doing child labor. <laughs> and so that would be playing <laughs> while I was deveining shrimp. Uh, they're not veins. <laughs> what? It's their poop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> I knew Any. <laughs> Oh, I know. Roach of the ocean. Um, Darren, do you have a guess on this thing? Oh, you said the Pringles. You said, I uh, said the Pringles. You yes. said Pringles. All right. So uh, uh, I wish you a lot of luck. You seem like a good guy, and I wish you a lot of luck uh, with, your, with your answer. Uh, let's check in with the Iron Dragon. He's there in Palms, California. He's got that new Whoa. phone that apparently he shut off every feature so he doesn't get contacted by anybody. Uh, <laughs> or I do. It's, it's confusing. What's happening, Elliot? I, uh, by the way, Elliot, I was in your neighborhood yesterday. I went over to... Uh, uh mama's and got some uh, delicious yeah. italian food right there in palms like california yeah. and uh thought about you as i do each and every time i'm in palms well i appreciate that sure you're welcome yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> good, good talk guys good talk i didn't know i don't know how to respond to that so so the eyebrows just went uh-huh. if you can see them i don't even know if you could, they're barely there uh, what uh, uh, so what else did you do over the weekend uh, Elliot besides ignore our texts <laughs> hey, but, wait, wait, just full he did respond eventually with a, a joke the joke was just like hey everyone's dancing on the roof what's going on guys uh, well the, what I said was it wasn't dancing on the roof it was people yelling oh uh, yeah what was there something like did that did I respond so. to that did I say anything back to the dude like I uh, think maybe I don't think so yeah uh, see I don't somebody might have uh, like no, maybe, uh, maybe not. No, well, your response. So I said, hey, there's a bunch of crazy people yelling out of windows around here. What the hell? <laughs> and and, and you, the next text was the videos of NYC honking and cheering gave me chills. That's that was, right. That was your response. To well, that. it did. It did. It gave me chills. You and your nice. stupid joke and your cynicism aside because you're mad your boy lost. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to let that affect my day. It could have been Elizabeth Warren just as easily. I would have I would have been very happy with Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, we all would have been. Yeah. We want to redo the primary. I'm not what unhappy the with the Joe at? Biden. <laughs> What's that? I'm not unhappy with the Joe Biden, but I might have been happier with one of those two folks. Yes. Sure. I'd be happier if it was Garen. Would you fucking <laughs> <laughs> happier than Joe Biden, though? But here's I the thing. Like, good president. I, I was saying for like, you know, a year that anybody is going to beat Trump. Like, it didn't matter who would be nominated. And now that we see the results, I, I admit, I believe that was wrong. I do not think... Oh, I don't. I don't think Warren would have beaten Trump. I don't I think don't Bernie would have beaten Trump. Bernie would not have the social. I mean, socialism aside, yep. I, I yep. scared the hell out of people. Yep. So it wouldn't have. It would not I, have. Yeah. I, I, 
I will I will not go into the data stuff that I've been watching about, which maybe counters what you're saying. But I will say I'm happy that Joe Biden won. That's that's where mm-hmm. I'm that's where I'm going to go. All right. Um, uh, oh, and, and speaking of that, your, your data's uh, so wrong. I, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm watching people who know what they're doing rather than us talking like random people. Disagree. But um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the his his acceptance speech and then the fireworks and stuff. I will say, and maybe, maybe, maybe this happened during one of during Trump's inauguration, and I just didn't know it. But I was, I actually like fireworks are now kind of boring to me because they're all kind of the same. But then they did the thing where they had the name in the sky and it the took drones. Me, the yeah. drones. I was that made me very excited. And what made me even more excited was the 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 joy and wonder in Joe Biden's face. Yeah, watching that. Yeah, the to me that's like. T- t- that to me was like almost in a way the best part because he's been talking a lot about the science stuff. Like he made sure he mentioned that in every one of his speeches. And, and that's kind of, it kind of connects together for me because without the science, you don't have those drones doing all that cool stuff. It Elliot, just, I, I, I enjoy it. I'm only it. interrupting you to say this. Cool up. What you don't know is that <laughs> Elliot has a drone. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask I, you, Elliot, is there a particular reason why that resonated with you? No, I, I, I understand about. now. <laughs> I understand why he's his. He has a lack of enthusiasm. He was not invited to participate in that right. drone experience. Yeah. So he's mad. He's upset. Makes sense. Did you like, fly your own over to Delaware, man? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's too far for your drone to fly. Like, I'm sure they would. Oh yeah. They would have. They would have welcomed you if you had lived in Delaware. They would have said, "All drones welcome. All Delaware drones are welcome." <laughs> yeah, my my five minute battery drone. <laughs> <laughs> just falling out of the sky um, I, I like that as sort of an expression of like that's too far across the line or something it's too far that's too far for my drone to fly <laughs> I can't I can't just I can't be on far. board yeah. I can't be on board with your theory it's too far for my drone to fly I like that a lot brother yeah. just that imagine is. that one guy with his remote just saying god damn it I wish Elliot Hopebrook was here <laughs> no question they missed Elliot on this oh yeah uh, there, was, there could know, have the been one more LED drowning out his noise um, <laughs> what uh all right elliot what else anything else happening over there that we need to know about before um, I get nothing your, super uh, exciting i will say that uh i watched shazam over the weekend people love uh, that i i thought it was great some some folks i guess maybe expected it to be more of a kids movie and so if you were expecting that i could see why you would be uh, disappointed bringing a child to it because it's not it's not for a child because there's a lot of uh scary stuff and in yeah. kind it's of cute uh, it's all right but uh, but I I really liked it. Great. I thought it was great. It's How many stars did you give it out of the four? Out of out of out of four stars, I give it a th- three stars. I give it three stars. All right. Follow up out of five. Uh, I think that would be three and three quarter stars. <laughs> I see. Very good. I'm Thank not 100 percent sure of that. But three three quarter stars. Hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, all right, I, I, Garen, you said something. I'm sorry, I stepped over it. What did you say? Oh, I was saying that that's probably the best DC movie. Yeah. Out of this current crop. I, yeah, and I'm watching Doom Patrol now, and I'm enjoying that as well. But it's for different reasons. But it's it's also good. I still like uh, I still like Wonder Woman, but but yeah, Shazam's good too. Those are the two that I think are good. I can't get into Doom Patrol. I keep trying. I just uh, it's not. Yeah, it's, I Do, I uh, can't get into it. I've watched you, three, four episodes. Yeah. Have you watched Paw Patrol? Because that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be there on the I double. <laughs> uh, did, did you watch Legion? Did you enjoy Legion? I didn't. Okay. They're they're the same. They're kind of the same thing. Okay. And I like Umbrella Academy. Which is is great. Yeah. So. 
Anyways, continue. <laughs> it right seems like Kulop and I are, are having a... a, a, a in case you're curious, right now my cart is full of anger. <laughs> <laughs> well, now let's talk about what you could remove from cart. Things that will serve you. It sounds like anger. It sounds like the one thing that is in there is what I should get rid of. I think comic book talk is really what you want to remove from this cart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Could or be that. Could or be a that. cast member. Either one. <laughs> um, Elliot, please tell me your guess on this snack break uh, question. Who, what product has the remains of its creator? So I was trying to think, at first I was coming up with things that had cardboard boxes and stuff, and I'm like, maybe it's that, but it's gotta be like something that's a jar or a can or something like that. And what I came up with was Planter's Peanuts. Mm. Planter's Peanuts comes in a jar sometimes. You think that monocle guy is in there? Maybe. I mean, we did see him die on the Super Bowl a couple years ago, right? The necessary... Yeah, but we saw him reborn though as a bebe. Yeah, <laughs> as a as a Groot bite. Everybody loves babies, yep. um, especially cartoon uh, animated babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pass, not for me. What do you like better, Jimmy? Baby Groot, Baby Yoda, or Baby Planter Peanut Guy? I don't know anything about Baby Yoda because I don't watch that program. You've seen so, a picture of it. Come on. Don't be that guy. Well, I don't know how he, I don't know his behavior. I don't well, know. Well, uh, he just recently <laughs> ate a, a bunch of uh, almost extinct species eggs for fun. That was, so he's, that was a, he's a villain. He is kind of a <laughs> he bad is the guy. He's of the show now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah. a, he's an adorable scamp who just keeps doing awful things, I think. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll tell you, that Groot gets on my nerves, so okay. uh, right away, uh, Baby Yoda, who I know nothing about other than visually, mm-hmm. uh, has a leg up, and uh, that peanut thing, I didn't, I didn't like any of that uh, campaign. I thought it was stupid. I thought it spun its wheels. It got on my nerves, yeah. uh, so I guess I got to go with Baby Yoda by default. I think it's the right, right. answer. And by default, I mean by your default. <laughs> uh, Norm Crosby's back. <laughs> um, what? Uh, all right, let me uh, let me check in with Matt Belknap, and then uh, we'll, we'll find out some more information. Matt, of course, is uh, from the uh, he's up there at the, the Dinner Funny headquarters in uh, Sherman Oaks, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it still? It's still. It's not windy today, right? Is it uh, not is as it windy? Down? Yeah, not as windy, but still pretty cool. We didn't get we didn't get the the weather forecast or the weather report from uh, North Sherman Oaks, but oh, right here not. it's it's sixty one. Uh, so so that means it's 62 at Garen's, right? No, it is also 61 here in uh, Oh, something's Sherman up, guys. Oh, something's up. Look out. Well, right. yeah, much less windy than yesterday. Yesterday was uh, was crazy windy. I was thinking about yesterday. If, uh, if yesterday was the day that we had planned a parking lot recording on how would that have been? Uh, we, would we A, have Ooh. had to cancel? Would we have tried to do one? Because, hey, this might be fun. And then 12 minutes in going, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, yeah. As I'm, uh, as I'm grabbing the really, lightweight tripods from the from the parking lot. Oh, there's no way those tripods would have stayed up uh, in that wind yesterday. And the yeah. umbrellas would have been flying all over the place. Yeah, it was uh, windy. Uh, yesterday was 91% uh, chance of rain. And that did come true for seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think it rained in the morning a little more. I just I wasn't really up yet, but it seemed like it had been raining for a few hours when I got up. Oh, we did we need not more. We need yeah. more rain. Yes, we do. Cool up. Nobody's we saying the opposite. It. Nobody's anti rain. <laughs> do you think the energy of of everyone's joy kind of pushed that pushed that away? The rain because we ended up with a double rainbow. Believe it. Yeah, or not, if you Michelle Williamson. That. I think the energy <laughs> hey, is what pushed the rain away. You never know. 
uh, <laughs> I do know. The answer is no, you weirdo wizard. I think this is, this is one of the things we can know, and we know the, the answer is no. I don't know. <laughs> Weather's all energy, man. It's Weather's all energy. Yeah. It's all, it's all energy. Yeah, <laughs> crystals. Yeah, in science. Oh, no. That is not good on your skin. That is going to cause you problems. Crystals. I'll light my George Michael candle. There'll be no rain. Hang on. George Michael candle. Let me get my glasses so I can see and enjoy it. George Michael. Oh, wow. Look at how beautiful he is. In a robe. Beautiful. Prince. (laughs) Okay. And, of course, Alex Trebek is the third one. And then Keanu Reeves. (laughs) I have a Taylor Swift one of those, by the way. Yeah, Jimmy, you, you, what happened to your, Jimmy. Your, your glasses? You have so many glasses. I, I, I liked the old, the other ones, the ones that looked like David Letterman. Now you've, now you've moved on to some. Well, here, here's what happened. I got an eye test uh, since we've last spoken, and I, I, I was told I need to bump up uh, my reading glasses. Uh, if I'm, oh. uh, I've also got prescription reading glasses uh, on their way, uh, but it, so I bumped up to these until the ones that I like, the ones that you were just referring to, those David Letterman ones, until those arrive at the right level gotcha uh these are the fill-ins these uh, these are more george burns than balaban i was gonna say yeah they're not even balaban they're just kind of uh yeah these are uh uh these are uh, yeah they are very (laughs) very george burns i'm an old man who's a kind of sort of made you laugh from time to time in 100 years (laughs) unfortunately they're also a little woody allen are they i feel like they are Uh, they're too round for woody allen i think are they Maybe I, I suddenly can't picture Woody Allen's glasses, but that's... Yeah, they're I mean. not this. I can tell you they're not this. Okay. As you pull up a picture and they're exactly this. <laughs> <laughs> they actually say Woody in the inside. <laughs> right. Hang on. Let me, let me look at the side. <laughs> Fuck, they're from he's the Woody Allen collection. No, right. his, are more, his are more square. Okay. You're safe. He's, he's almost like a, like a, like a Ray-Ban glasses. You know, uh, you know, oh, like horn That kind of with the yeah, little horns right. on the yeah, side. Okay. I am. I am. All right. Uh, all right, Matt, do you have a guess on this thing? Well, just like Garen, because of our conversation, I, I literally could only, I was trying to think of different <laughs> containers of snacks. And the only thing I could think of was that Pringle thing. And then, so I wrote that down out of desperation. And then I thought of the the planter's peanut can uh, also, which I do think is a good good guess, but I, I'm going to yeah. stick with my what I wrote down, I guess, is Pringles. Oh, so okay. we got two Pringles. We got the uh, the uh, the uh, planters nuts. Planters. All right, let's take another break, and then we'll come back. We'll get uh, Kulop's guess. We'll get mine. Uh, we'll find out who's going to win the money here. Uh, so let's uh, do all that and more when we come back. Right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Kulop Vilaisak is on Twitter at Kulop. Couldn't be easier. K-U-L-A-P. And I think she's on Instagram as well. So look for her there if you like that platform. Uh, she's definitely on the new podcast, Add to Cart. That's Kulop and Suchin Pak talking about uh, shopping, about um, the things we buy and what it says about us, what it means, a deeper investigation into the world of consumerism i'm i'm looking forward to checking it out there is a preview little clip up there now if you search your favorite podcast app get add to cart and expect episodes to start dropping on tuesdays uh, starting november 17th so check that out it'll be great i'm sure everything cool up does is amazing and fun and awesome so this will not be different jimmy pardo is doing something fun and amazing and that's uh he's doing stand-up comedy in the flappers zoom room on november 20th it's a 7 p.m pacific time show go to flapperscomedy.com if you want tickets to that and uh you can join him in the zoom room 
maybe uh, talk to him. Maybe he'll do some crowd work. You can request a bit. All that fun stuff happening November 20th. And uh, we also, don't forget, uh, at podswag.com, we have a new t-shirt. It's our new logo. Uh, I think three different colors, actually. Check out the color combos. They're they're very cool looking. Go to podswag.com slash nevernotfunny if you want to pick up a new Never Not Funny shirt. And finally, don't forget to uh, check out our sister shows and brother shows, I guess, on uh, the Misfit Toys Comedy Co-op. That includes the Todd Glass Show, uh, Mike Schmidt's The 40-Year-Old Boy, Jen Kirkman's No Fun with Jen Kirkman, and uh, which oh, Douglas Movies, and uh, and Wide World of Dugs. And we may have a new show coming up soon that we can tell you about, but uh, these are all our friends, and uh, we're just, uh, it's just independent podcasts helping each other out, letting you guys know there's other fun stuff out there. You know these people from our show, and there's no reason you shouldn't enjoy them on their own podcasts. So check them out on the Misfit Toy comedy co-op bye matt i'm gonna quote my listen i've told you they're one of my favorite bands aha yeah they have a song called hunting high and low you know i'll be hunting high and low they do it better than that <laughs> uh but you know what i know that you and i do the same thing we hunt high and low to find 100 grass-fed finished beef free-range organic chicken heritage breed pork and uh, for Danielle, uh, wild-caught salmon. It's hard to do that at the grocery store, isn't it? Well, especially now when you don't really want to maybe be in a grocery store for a prolonged period of time uh, hunting around. You want to limit your indoor uh, time with uh, strangers. And uh, so I, you know, I just go butcher box. Uh, just forget it. Let, let them bring the meat to me. You know what? You, you nailed it. Luckily, today's sponsor, Butcher Box, believes everyone deserves high-quality, humanely sourced meats. Butcher Box couldn't be easier. You just sign up, you select your box, and they ship it right to your door every month. And when you sign up right now, you get their steak sampler with six grass-fed, grass-finished steaks. Nice. Because the best steak night is free steak night, buddy. <laughs> Absolutely. That, boy, do I love steak. I have not had a steak. Uh, and maybe Butcher Box will solve this problem for me, but I have not had a steak since this pandemic started. Oh, my because God. Because of... Uh, you know, yeah, you're not going to restaurants and uh, you don't like cooking meat in your house. That's right. But when I do go to a restaurant, I get a steak because I don't uh, generally uh, get that at the home. But I now Butcher Box will solve that problem. Every month, Butcher Box is going to ship a curated selection of high quality meat right to your home. No added antibiotics or hormones ever. Each box has nine to 11 pounds of meat. That's enough for 24 individual meals. Now, that could be 12 days. Maybe you want to do lunch and dinner with mm-hmm. that. Maybe you want to do uh, spread that out over 24 meals. Mm hmm. Maybe, maybe if there's bacon involved, you're bringing in breakfast into the mix. Maybe there's 12 people in your house and that's just two dinners. Well, that's a great point. That's a, well, that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. <laughs> you're running an orphanage. <laughs> I'm taking, uh, I'm t- taking people in. It's mostly, mostly uh, wild dogs, but uh, they love the, they love the steaks too. I mean, you, you should see them when the steak starts cooking, they go crazy. Oh, I would imagine. And, and by the way, I know that, uh, that that song wild dogs by Duran Duran scares you. So I don't, I, I'm glad that we're moving on from that quickly. Wild dogs. Wild dogs always bark. All right, listen, you can customize uh, your box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you're going to get exactly what you want. I say it again, it is a no-brainer. It's the best meat shipped right to your door, which means one less trip to the grocers. And you got options like 100% grass-fed and finished beef, as I mentioned, the organic, the free-range organic chicken, the heritage pork, the wild-caught Alaska salmon, and sugar-slash-nitrate-free bacon. Yeah, baby, that's the best. 
It's the way meat should be, man. Mm-hmm. It's the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat from ButcherBox. You get the highest quality meat for just about six bucks a meal. And they even have free shipping nationwide except Alaska and Hawaii. But Alaska's covered. They got the salmon right there, man. <laughs> yeah. Just step outside your door and uh, stick your hand out. The salmon jumps into your hand. In fact, they can't wait to get into that uh, griddle. Is that how you do a salmon? <laughs> griddle? Sure. That's one way. Uh, now, listen. For a limited time, new members get six free grass-fed, grass-finished steaks when they go to butcherbox.com pardo. Now, let me break that down for you, Matt. You're going to get two New York strips. Mm-hmm. and four top sirloins added to your first box for free. Nice. Act quickly. This offer is only good through Cyber Monday. That is six grass-fed, grass-finished steaks for free in your first box. Just go to butcherbox.com slash pardo. That is butcherbox.com slash pardo. B-U-T-C-H-E-R-B-O-X dot com slash pardo. Butcherbox. A better way to meet. Matt, let's talk about our buddies over there at Quip. They got this great new flossy thing that I want to talk about with you. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's very cool. Now, listen, these, you see these plastic floss picks and stuff. I, I, admittedly, I have them in my car, and then uh, you got to throw them away, and it just mucks everything up. Uh, you know, the, uh, Quip has this new thing that you and I were talking about before we started uh, talking uh, uh, with microphones in front of our faces yeah. uh, on how cool this thing is. It's very cool. It looks like, uh, Elise noticed that it, it kind of looks like an earbud case. Like uh, like you have uh, your Raycons or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little bigger, but it's 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 got a cool snapshot, like almost. A, I think it's a magnetic snapshot case. Uh, and then on the inside, you've got the 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 holder, and then this thing. You just you you pop, you press the Q on the holder, and it opens up the the mouth of the guy, and then you snap down, grab your floss, snap it shut, and then you pull and and. Uh, cut off that little segment and then you're only using that amount of floss just the amount of from from point a to point b on the grabber and you're not wasting floss you're not wasting reusable plastic uh doodads and uh and then that that the spool underneath is easily replaceable too so uh it's it's great it's genius it's also fun it's fun (laughs) to everything you just described is fun to do yeah and uh you kind of look forward to flossing which i think we could all agree nobody looks forward to flossing (laughs) right exactly right so you get it in there you press that cue you open it up you get in there you cut it down then before you know it you're flossing Mm -hmm. and uh and you're singing a song man with with fresh teeth (laughs) uh now listen you know quip it's the electric toothbrush that we talk about all the time it's got the sleek uh, look, well, now they got the sleek, reusable floss pick that you'll want next. Uh, as we mentioned, it's got a durable handle uh, that is easy to guide, restrings with a click, comes with a compact mirror. Did you forget to mention the mirror, Matt? Oh, yeah, inside the case is a little mirror. So a little mirror. If you're out on a date, mm-hmm. right? If we're ever out of this COVID, you're on a date, and you go, I got a little something, you pop that up, and you got a little mirror right there, you get up in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got the single refill pod that replaces over 180 single-use plastic flossers, so it's better for your teeth and the environment. All right, so this is, uh, let me tell you this. If you're not a pick person, Quip also has a refillable floss string that expands to clean. Pair your floss with the perfect electric toothbrush. Uh, Quip has the simple guiding features you like. Uh, It's got the timed uh, sonic vibrations. Uh, You can personalize your routine with over nine premium brush colors. Matt, you were talking about uh, making them of those soccer team colors that you like, your your Quip brush. Yeah, well, because uh, now I have the black handle with the because it has the Bluetooth sync thing. So that they have Quip has an app which lets you track your brush progress and and actually earn rewards, which is pretty cool. Um, but the handle on that one's black, so I was thinking if I could get a gold top part with the black handle, that would be like LAFC black and gold. 
but uh, now I just got a, 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 a just one of my regular replacements. So now now mine's black and white, which also looks pretty cool. Uh, so uh, I, I'd like to talk about this further with you off the air. But the point is this. <laughs> okay. uh, Quip is uh, fantastic. We all use them. Everybody here in my family uses them. Everybody over there at the Belknaps use it. We like the Quip. And now we like this Quip Floss as well. Uh, you got, as Matt mentioned, it's got that, uh, that new app, the free Quip app that you can get. Uh, so you can get amazing rewards like free products and discounts uh, as you track and coach better oral health habits two minutes a day, twice a day. Uh, Quip also delivers brush head, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the store. Uh, bring delight to your everyday brushing and join over 5 million mouths. Brushing with Quip, starting at $25. Now, here's your CTA. If you go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, you will get your first refill free. That is G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash pardo, and you will get your first refill for free. Uh, Quip has better oral health made simple. Getquip.com slash pardo. Uh, again, I use it. Matt uses it. I'm now using this new floss thing. I'm on board with Quip. I'm on board with the app. I like everything about Quip. I'm a Quip guy, Matt. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'll Quip all day. Uh, well, it's Quip this, Quip that, Quip everywhere you want to go. Quip, Quip McDonald had a farm. If you get uh, go to getquip.com slash pardo right now, get your first refill free. Getquip.com slash pardo. Quip! A better way to floss and brush. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 2712. Kulop is here. Our great friend, uh, of course, has the new podcast called Add to Cart. Uh, which will uh, be coming out on that uh, Lemonada on the 17th of November and every uh, Tuesday after that. Did I get any of that information right? That was perfection. Thank you, Kulop. I do the best that I can. You'll notice that I did not mention your co-host's name because uh, I did not write that down because I'm not... Suchin Pack. That great, is it? Uh, say it again, Matt. Suchin Pack. Susan Pack. Yes. All right. Uh, listen, and uh, have you been doing it via Zoom, Koo, or are, are you guys yes. getting together? How are you doing it? via zoom and that's a that's a new experience for me um and uh learning how to do tech and have a have a zoom recorder these are all new to me uh, i'm not used to it but and you right. know what i think i'm going to be better for it i think you're going to be a better and, and what about now this uh, this gentleman that you live with he also is podcasting do you guys yes. share the equipment or do you have your own? Uh, he doesn't let you come anywhere near his, uh, <laughs> his stuff. I have my own kit. This is his mic, though. This I have a Shure mic I use for the podcast. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was real fun. You know, fun. Like just every, some people have things and some people share things. Mm -hmm. and some, you know, that's fun. That was fun. Boy, I'm glad you brought that to us. You know, if nothing else, we got to enjoy that moment. Uh, all right, Kulop is here. She's taking time away from uh, editing uh, her new program that uh, comes out on November the 17th, Add to Cart, which is a name that I uh, I love, love more than anything else on the planet. I really do. There's uh, Coming up, you know, I'll tell you this, coming up with podcast names now, it's, uh, if you're not just doing the Kulop show, uh, it's tough to do. So yeah. uh, I, I like it. I... Just talked to my cousin and my brother about starting a horror podcast. I created a Twitter account, an email address, and was ready to go. And then I was like, I should search this. And I did, and it's a, uh, it's already a thing. Uh, what so, was it? Uh, it's, uh, horror bros, which uh, obviously, of course, that's a thing. Yeah. Or horror family, horror fam, horror fam. Well, I like, yeah, I like that. Horror bros uh, makes you because think of a bro, and that's not you. That was originally just going to be me and my brother talking scary movies, but my cousin wants to be involved, so now it's... <laughs> Horror fam, and it's already gone. 
So I went through all that. So so it can't be scaring Garen. That's a different. That's 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 something else. <laughs> I'm watching a network, guys. Scaring Garen. A, a lot of stuff happening. Huh. It's let's scare Garen. Is Keep us posted the on thing it. I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and by the way, don't get to, uh, don't forget you can get uh, Garen's new T-shirt. The Garen's Lot T-shirts are available. Uh, go take advantage of that. And Matt, if I'm not mistaken, we could announce that the uh, the new Never Not Funny shirts are available as well, right? Yeah, that is correct. Yes, um, we have a new shirt with our our this the new this year logo on it. There's multiple colors, uh, very cool looking. They are at Podswag, and uh, you should go check them out. Right, Podswag.com/slash Never Not Funny. Uh, so go check out the uh, the great new logo that uh, Brian. What's his name? Orgbacher. What's his last name? Brian Otterer. Otterer. Yeah. Uh, made our logo, which is uh, right over my shoulder there. Yeah. My thumb yeah. is hitting it, and that is on a shirt now, and it looks great. Yeah. Uh, but also, don't forget that if you buy Garen's, that helps him eat and live. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so add to cart. Hey. Fancy. We're doing our thing now. We're doing our thing. Huh? We're doing our thing Add to cart pod on yes. IG. We this promoted our, your shit enough. This is our time. This is our time. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, guess. Yes. It just, I first thought, and I went with it, Cracker Jack. Oh. Cracker Jack. You think that Mr. occurred Jack to me. is in there, huh? Yeah. I like that. I think, and I think he's white. <laughs> and so it, I think it all makes sense. Yeah, of course. Was his name Jack? Because then it would totally make sense. Yeah, it's Cracker Jack. Yes. Yeah, the uh, snacker. It's Cracker Jack's snacks. Is the, the, the snacks of Cracker Jack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, by the way, we could all agree suck. Right? Nobody. Nobody. nobody oh, those. I like them. I do actually like you. Them. To this day, you like Cracker Jack. I mean, there's a million better caramel corns out there now. But back in the day, that was the only caramel corn on the market, and it was uh, delicious. Oh, I was, I was, I would be, I, I, I was, I never, I never, I don't think I ever had a, uh, a fresh, uh, box of it. No, it, no it one always did. tasted stale. <laughs> yeah. They, <laughs> they were never fresh. They, 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 they had to put it, they had to put it in a warehouse for three years before they would sell it. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, maybe that, that, that was, that was their model. That was the, yeah. the business model. Yeah. And I feel like the founder's ashes as topping just dust <laughs> on top of it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. Yeah. It's the perfect mix of savory and sweet. It's, <laughs> it's spectacular. Yes. By the way, I still have uh, a tattoo that came in a box on my ankle. So it's... Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, boy. It, it, it quality. Yeah. A uh, little smiley face. Uh, all right. My guess, by the way, is... Uh, I, I don't... Uh, I, I just said Sarah Lee. That's what I said. Because Sarah Lee is oh. also the product as well as the the person's name, and nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Yeah. So huh. they put her in those little those little uh, things that the, uh, the treats come in. Yeah. I can't little picture plastic. the con- the container of a Sarah Lee. They're kind of in like a little uh, Tupperware looking thing. Okay. Yeah, like she's in a pound cake. Yeah, I like my baby's pound cake. That's Van Halen. You're That's welcome. Right. Gary uh, Sharon era, I believe. That is not. That's Sammy Hagar, sir. Oh, so, sorry. That is what Sammy was the, Hagar. What was the Gary Sharon song uh, where they're in the ice castle with a chainsaw? Oh, boy. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. I'm one of the few that likes that album. Um, hang on. I'm, I'm pulling it up here. Van, it's on Van Halen 3. It was the lead single. That was when Eddie uh, Van Halen was just like, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a power drill and just like start hitting my fret with it. Like, that's how I'm going to play the guitar. Yeah, <laughs> guy's a genius, uh, guys. He's a genius. <laughs> come on matt the guy just died have yeah. a little respect too soon how high is he on your billboard <laughs> your dead board yeah where did he come uh, in jimmy 
Yeah. Where'd he rank, Jimmy? I'll tell you what, higher than Alex Trebek. I'll tell you that. Is Alex known to be like a bad person? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Nope. My my, my anger at him has, there's nothing to be angry at. Okay. It was mind blowing that he had been working. They they taped an episode with him on October 29th. Yeah. That's so nuts that he worked right up until two weeks before his death. Was it without you? Was that the lead single? Yeah, was it? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. They got it. Yeah, that's a good boy. That's a good album. And if it, if it was anybody but Gary, if it was Hagar or Roth, it would have sold crazily. But uh, they also wouldn't have written it because Gary Sharon did a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, all right, so let's uh, get the answer here uh, from uh, and, and and oh boy, I see a lot of words. So bear with me as I attempt to do that. All right, here we go. <laughs> his name is i want to say that's an r frederick bauer his name is frederick bauer mm-hmm. and the answer is pringles mm. holy wow. here, we go. Dick. here we go pringles wow Boy, am i glad ash. i didn't change it <laughs> uh pringles yeah. ash wouldn't even be their grossest flavor <laughs> some real flavors include seaweed soft shell crab and something just called nightclub <laughs> that's what that's, that's funny that's just sweat and, and cologne gross uh, it's broken bottles on the ground i love it i looked at uh, that he added that part of it so pringles ash wouldn't even be their grossest flavor some real flavors that's very funny include really seaweed funny. soft shell crab and something just called nightclub <laughs> so pringles so that comes down to garen wow. and matt yeah. so what did you guys bet gentlemen Ooh, garen you know what garen bet i went low on this one really? i i bet yeah i uh uh i bet 10 this time 10 well 10. i'm sorry to inform you i bet 25 god damn it yeah. it's infuriating mm-hmm. cool up what you don't know is that matt wins every trivia thing that we do and it's not fun for anybody <laughs> <laughs> hey but i didn't get that franklin and bash thing right so goddamn right you didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's so gonna you, be a you win won that we'll round for years um cool uh, yes cool go ahead i, I bet 10 but you didn't uh, get it right so it doesn't matter right okay well yeah. that hurts but well, <laughs> but you knew you didn't get it right I'm just, i know but to hear it again yeah it hurts to, to relive it was bad <laughs> yes <laughs> it was like four years the last four years um well, listen, uh, these next four years will hopefully be better. We'll see what uh, what happens. They can't be worse. I believe that. I really believe that. Right? Uh, as we I talked about earlier in the program, it was nice to wake up yesterday and today and not look at our phones and go, what the fuck did this guy do today? It was nice to not have that, although that's coming. He's going to have his little, his little super spreader rallies and uh, that can do nothing but uh, provoke violence. Well, the other and, thing is, uh, you know, so I saw an article about like, you know, those are, those rallies are expensive and he's not going to pay for them out of his own. Right. Pocket. So where does it come from, Matt? You know where it's going to come from? Trump 2024 campaign. He's going to oh. launch his campaign like this week, probably. Yeah, Maybe. absolutely. Before like that, that'll be part of the concession if he. Yeah. Can you run concedes. if you're in prison? Is that something? You can do? <laughs> I don't know. There's actually no rule about it. I think didn't there's some there's somebody else. Uh, some senator or somebody, I think, uh, oh, recently. Yeah. Was. Wait, so if he's in prison, he could w- win? He can't win? He, he might not be able to vote depending on the state, but 
That's true, yeah. But he can't win. He can't run the country no. from prison. He's not I, a mob I don't, boss. I don't think that there's anything in the Constitution. I mean, the, the, the Congress could pass legislation to that, but I don't think that that's ever been actually done. It's another one of these things that we just assume, but there's no yeah. actual rule. I suspect. I don't know for sure, but I suspect. I'm certain it's never been done before. <laughs> <laughs> She's a filmmaker, guys. She does the research. Yeah. I, I feel like, I hope someone was keeping a list of all the things that uh, before Trump we just we just trusted people to be like cool about it and then he right. would be like oh actually because there's there's no actual law for that because no one would be fucking asshole enough to do it but now we have to make all these laws like someone better have kept track so that we can go through it and go okay so you can't be president for prison uh you know all these other fucking things he did like let's just make sure that no one can do it in the future because we can't trust people anymore to just be decent it's like it's like all the disclaimers that you have, like, you know, professional driver on closed course. We're going to have to have that for the presidency. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, God, I hate him so much. I hate come him on, so, man. So it's, a, it's a positive energy. Pretty day, cool. cool. I mean, sorry, you, sorry, 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 sorry. You got to admit sorry. he's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I can't wait for him to die. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm positive. I'm up, 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 up. Cool up. There's so often that when I want to respond to his tweets and I just want to go, just die is what I want to tweet back. But I don't want the Secret Service show up, up and going, uh, what did you mean by this? You know, well, I'm a comedian yeah. who's just being silly. That's all I mean. Yeah, but also that seems crazy to wish death on somebody. But and uh, yet, he's horrible. He's a horrible. Horrible. Human. Horrible. And you, you mean, you guys know, I mean, they keep getting COVID like everyone around him. Yeah. Ben Carl. Ben Carson has COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. He's a doctor. <laughs> His chief He's of staff. Yeah. The guy that was in charge who uh, of the, his legal team, he's got it now. <laughs> Great. Great. Stupid. The it's guy so in charge of their response to COVID had COVID, right? right? Didn't Mike Pence get it just recently? Yeah. Wait, Wait, he did? Is that true? Was that official? Did, I don't know if that was official. I don't oh, maybe it's not official. I don't think that was announced, oh. but I, I strongly Even suspect he had it. Like, yeah, I do too. Yeah, he was I do missing too. for those two weeks. Yeah. And where is Barr? Right, where's where, Barr? Yeah, exactly. Where's Barr? And, but Matt Gatz getting it is just, oh. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a pretty straight guy. I, I, I like that. I think him and Jim Jordan are the two that come out looking great during this whole thing. <laughs> Cool dudes, cool dudes. So cool. Get all so get in a cool. car and drive off a fucking cliff, man. <laughs> so I just did a quick search, and and there is no rule about it. And in fact, some people are positing there definitely have been people who've run for federal office from prison. So there you go. So if you Enjoy that piece of information, let's just like let's let's uh, game this out. If he wins, could he pardon himself to get out so that he could be president? Oh. Well, theoretically, if he goes to prison it will not be for a federal crime right and a president cannot pardon themselves for a state right or right that's right. for a state crime so yeah. so i don't know how that works but well you say that but you don't know that there won't be like more charges against him on a federal level like at some point that's fair he's definitely done some shit so i i i, I don't know <laughs> the, the things just... that i've watched suggested that that a president can maybe pardon himself for anything as long as they're in office did you guys see that that putin that that, that russia just passed a law that said pr uh, presidents former presidents of russia retain immunity for life and then wow. there was like a rumor that he's going to 
retire next year ah. i was like what an odd coincidence that you would pass that law right when this guy's thinking about wrapping up his uh, his presidency matt is it as big wow. of a coincidence as pfizer announcing a, va- a vaccine the day after the election was called very suspicious <laughs> they're in on it <laughs> weirdos oh, uh, vaccine won't that doesn't that maybe in the summer We'll be able to see people. I know, but isn't isn't the idea of going back to normal seem weird now? We've been doing this for so long. The idea of just going, all right, see you later. And getting in a car and going somewhere just seems so, like getting back to real life seems uh, exhausting to me. <laughs> I agree. You know, like, yes. People are exhausting, right? That's, people that's going back to work on. and all of it just seems like a lot. Well, especially like because it's not going to be in a month or two months. It's, it, it will have been over a year by the time, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Kulop said, by best, the time we all case. get it. And uh, and then there's going to be this crazy transition period where we are getting vaccine. You know, ever, People are going to be getting vaccinated, but we still need to wear masks. But there's going to be some loosening of restrictions. So it's like it won't happen all at once. And maybe that's a good thing so that we can ease back into. I think that's good. I agree. But I still yeah. I'm with you, man. Like there, there's like is as. as awful as this has been there are some things that i do not want to i want right. to keep living like there are certain things i want to keep that we are doing now that i don't i'm going to miss frankly what's like an, what? an example yeah yeah uh like i don't know just not having to go to social events <laughs> like, I, yeah. <laughs> that, like that just gives me anxiety so like i i I, yeah. I really i i like the feeling of like well i don't have to worry about that uh and or, or like you know i love i i miss my family i i love seeing my family but it's exhausting to visit families you know usually like when i go i have to fly across the country mm. and and then d- travel around three or four different locations to see people and uh it's as much as i miss them and i will i will i will be very excited to see them all again i i that's going to be a fucking month of my life when I, when we finally are like allowed to do that. I'm going to have to basically be like, all right, guys, see you later. I have to go see every single fucking person in my family for a month. Oh, my God. Going to the airport the, the day after the, the last person gets vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, I know that's not going to be that way, but there's going to be a day where everybody's just going to go to the airport. Yeah. Right. It's going to be ridiculous. Fuck. that's a positive spin on it jimmy well you do it with those planes flying over you man it it lifts you off the ground just a little bit then you go right back down it's the best it's the best (laughs) what are you talking about i have no idea we're on the tarmac you're on the tarmac we're not even in the airport (laughs) no i'm fucking on the tarmac oh wow a little jet wash yeah get jet washed (laughs) fucking on the tarmac Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Once you go tarmac, you never go back. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Cool up. Thank you for joining us. The name of the new podcast is Add to Cart. It comes out starting on the 17th of November. Uh, you can look for it. Uh, I'm going to say wherever you get your podcast, but it's over on the Lemonada uh, Network. Yes, uh, and the trailer's out now. I've just been told. I've got breaking news here. The trailer <laughs> is out. So uh, go check that out. Uh, see if this is your bag but why wouldn't it be Kulov's one of the greatest people we know Uh, nothing but positive energy nothing but uh, smiles and joy and love coming from this person and I got to imagine that that the show uh, reflects that as well Uh, thanks Jimmy Kulov thank you for being here I'm so happy to be here thanks for having me of course on behalf of the pop culture beast there he is in Van Nuys California that's Garen Cockrell Uh, in Palms California that's Iron Dragon behind Video Village Elliot Hochberg holding another fort never not funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks California the honcho Matt Belknap our great friend Kulop uh, Vlysak has been here and I am Jimmy Pardo we'll see you next time on the podcast stay safe guys AK-47 gone not forgotten 
Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. 